Frazier and Maestro styles, you know we got one Right back like we left some We don't duck smoke, we want all of it So line them up, Trey shot with the blade, you know we sizing it up I'm quick to catch the fade, you know styles making the cut Cause we coming out clean every time that we showing up It's gonna be called The Barbershop Yo, what's good? What's good? Welcome, welcome, folks. It's another edition of the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Uh, You can check us out live right now on our YouTube channel, also on our Twitter handle at BarbershopSPOR2, and also on our Facebook page via Facebook Live. I'm Trey Frazier, and I got my brother Maestro Styles here with me today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's good, man? How we feeling today? I am under the weather, man, but uh, I'm going to try to get through this the best way I know how. Yeah, yeah, I hear you, man. I hear you, bro. Um, hey, bro, this was uh, I ain't gonna front, man. This was a weekend of winners, man. Um, shout out to my son's um, U10 soccer team over the weekend. He had a couple games uh, Saturday, Sunday. Um, won both of the games, averaging seven goals a game for the team. Um, my my son scored a goal in each of the games over the okay. weekend. Um, so shout out to his team. Um, my daughter's team played on Saturday. Her team won six to nothing. So, um, you know, we, we had some winners in the house, man, over the weekend, man. So, you know, so, so good there. Um, obviously the, the whole AFC North, I guess you could say, except for Cincinnati, cause they was on a bye this week. Um, the whole division got a win. Um, you well, know, I, I'm not celebrating the Browns or the Ravens winning, but, uh, you know, I guess so. And in, in, in your soliloquy, I guess everybody wins. Everybody wins. Uh, and and to echo you, I'm not necessarily celebrating the other two teams' wins, especially looking like the refs got involved, especially with that Browns game. For sure. On, on Sunday, refs look like they got themselves involved in there a little bit. But um, we, we could talk about that in a little bit. Um, we got a dope show coming for y'all. Um, tonight is the premiere of the new NBA season coming up. Um, look like the Nuggets got their rings already and all that. Yeah. I just flipping through channels and stuff. Look like they already passed the first play. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't realize that. You know what? I thought the game started at eight. I think that's why I'm I'm kind of like, and I'm and I'm a little out of out of whack here a little bit because we normally start this about an hour earlier, but I had some things on my plate to you know attend to, so. Um, but we, we got a dope show, man. It's the start of the NBA season. Um, we got a dope guest coming on. I actually met her at Knicks Cavs game four in the playoffs earlier this year. Um, does some dope Knicks content. Um, actually works alongside with Sim. Shout out to Sim Russell. Um, does a little bit of, you know, post game contributions every now and then, but she's got her own, uh, show. It's called Dope soul sports talk um also she's got another platform called queen's court um she goes by the name of bk steph um you know long time knicks fan um nba fan as well so we're going to talk with her in a few minutes kind of previewing the nba season predictions things like that and obviously you know with her being a knicks fan we'll talk a little bit about the knicks we'll, we'll try not to oversaturate the show with Nick's talk and I see you got your wizards joined on so I know you're ready as well to get it you know get it popping 
Uh, just in formality, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I got some negativity based on the preseason game I watched. Uh, but I, I'm not here on negativity. But I am, I'm repping the Wizards. <laughs> Can't wait to watch them play tomorrow. They play Indiana uh, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So Got to ride I'm, with them. Yep. I'm locked in, locked in tomorrow. Um, yeah, man. But I, immediately, I need to, we need to get into some uh, pretender talk, man. We some pretender talk. Okay. Pretender talk, man. Okay. Ma- See, Hen, you my mans. Woo! You my mans, bro. Woo! You my mans, bro. I, and I don't <laughs> want you to never think nothing different. For what hey, I'm you family on this show, bro. You family sure. on this show. <laughs> but your team... Let you down, mm. and y'all are not uh, like like I, I know a lot of you know early in the season based on record. Yeah, we wanted to put them with San Fran, and we wanted to put them with Philly. And he came on our show and said, you know, we could play with anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, throw all Woo. that out the window. Woo. And then Maestro Maestro said it. Maestro stands on it. Throw all of that out the window. Y'all are going to be, y'all are probably, I, I am confident based on your schedule that y'all are going to be one or two seed in the NFC. Mm-hmm. With that being said, y'all want no smoke mm. with Philly or with uh, San Fran. And, and, and look, I'll reach, maybe even Dallas. Mm. And we're going to find out because they play each they play, other. Yeah, I know, I know. In December. So we're, we're, we're going to definitely find and out. Look, and look, and it's okay. This is their second season being a good team, uh, you know, maybe, you know, like they just getting into this uh, being good and changing the culture of their team. So it's OK. Yeah. But yeah. I, all the media talk about this team being up there based on their record with. Uh, yeah, we could mm-hmm. did that. That's dead. They, they have not. a they have a run. And I don't like I normally don't like to combine half seasons with other with the following half seasons. But when you kind of look at the record, they've won. 13 out of 16 games over the course of hey man, the, the, Steelers the last 11, 16 games. The Steelers so, are 11 and 4 too, but we're not, we, you know, and we got to win course, the you, Of course, of course. So, I mean, look. Of, of course. Um, and, 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 and I disclaimed it by not really liking to do that, but you could tell when they finished strong last year that there was there was the hope that they would continue to do what they're doing, and they have. Yeah, they have. For I mean, purposes. But here they are. Um and I tweeted about it. They can't play with these teams unless these teams are dropping passes. And um, I don't don't I don't intend on the 49ers dropping passes. I don't intend on the Eagles dropping passes. Um, maybe that's a little more uh, reasonable with the Cowboys. Maybe, but mm-hmm. yeah, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> and any anything with the Cowboys is possible. But sure, but yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. We can go but, ahead. We can go ahead and put them in that second tier of the NFC. That's where I stand. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair, man. Um, let me let me give a quick shout out. Um, Terrell Suggs was inducted into the Ravens Ring of Honor before the game Sunday. Had the ceremony out. The legends came out. Some of the vets, the alumni, Ozzy spoke. Um, you know, a few other guys showed up. And um, I, I wish that he would have came out with the mask that they used to come out with, you know, coming out through the tunnel. Um, but the moment I saw that, I'm like, man, these these niggas ain't ready for this. Like, this is like this is fire right now. And uh needless to say, we bust ass. We 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 bust the lions ass in that football game. 
um, 38 to six um, offense looking crisp as ever um, receivers caught passes um, and then, then the Lions just didn't know what to cover. Like, I mean, that they, they and and look, I, I saw you tweet talking about you wanted to see what the commanders was doing. I kind of had to uh, like sneaky laugh at that because the commanders got their own problems. Well, um, it was because well, I'm more so I'm watching football mm-hmm. and I'm watching this game because obviously we had been talking a lot uh, last week and I'm in, and obviously I got a root interest for the Lions. Yep. So, um, you know, with that being said, this game got out of hand real fast. Yeah. Um, you know, the O-line for the Ravens showed up um, and, and when, if that O-line shows up, the offense is going to jog on a go. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just too many options for the Lions to cover in that game. I mean, I mean, we let Ricard out in the flat and the dude ran like 20, 25 yards like and, and I get it. You don't. I mean, you don't game plan to cover a fullback, but I mean, the fact that we had the fullback streaking down the field 20 yards with the ball was just something. It was sort of an indictment on how this game ended up defensively for Detroit. Shit the bed, period. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I, like sometimes, sometimes games don't need a whole bunch of analysis. They shit the bed, period. Yeah. And, 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 you know, maybe this, this was a litmus test game. This just this, this was. This was a yep. where y'all at game. Yep. And and they showed exactly where they are. Yep. They're a second tier team. Yep. But they're probably gonna get the number one seed. They're probably gonna be a top two seed in the conference. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're the, the two schedule, seed, you, because the schedule is the schedule. The schedule is a schedule. Um uh, and say what you want about the opener against Kansas City, but we know what was up. In that opener, no Kelsey, no Chris Jones. Um, there is Tony. Right, you're right. You're talking about drop passes that you know that that certainly happened there. So, so now, so now, and and look, I don't want to. I'm not. This is not me taking away that game from Detroit because one way or the other, a win is the win. Yeah, but some things go differently, and maybe we're not having this conversation. So, uh, so. absolutely. But Detroit, to their credit, and and I, and I said it when it happened. They went. They did the fake punt on the first drive, it deep in their own territory. Yeah. And yeah. once they converted that, they had to score a touchdown, and they did that. And right. that might have been that might have been the play or sequence that won them that football game, even though that happened in the first quarter. So, I mean, yeah. they they knew what they was up against. They clearly with that play call, they knew what they were up against. Well, so I give I give them that. Dan Cam- Dan Campbell is clearly the right amount of stupid, and, and and you know, and and I mean, and I mean stupid in a positive way in this conversation. Meaning, you take that kind of risk and it pays off. You're a genius, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. So, so of course. you know, shout out, shout out to Dan Campbell, shout out to the Lions in the future. But right now, um, all that talk that the media and I don't want to put this necessarily on C. Han because because C. Han was being real. Uh, uh, objective about it, like you know, yeah, definitely being cautious about it. We can certain. play with them, but he wouldn't come out and say, "Nah, we were up there with them." You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. and, I, and I think this game is a kind of a it was kind of the reason for his uh, hesitant being hesitant. Mm-hmm. We don't know that this Detroit Lions team is that yet, um, and the Ravens show show that they are not that yet. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. So I, I got a couple more things 
Um, and, and not so much to the game, but um, so I'm on a timeline. I'm watching the game and I see this Donnie Simpson looking ass nigga. Hey, on some lions. Do you look like Donnie Simpson? He do. Uh, he do. But, but I don't like, like I don't I don't like I don't like Donnie Simpson looking at And ass I love Donnie Simpson. Yeah, I love Donnie Simpson. It feels like you don't. Huh? It feels like you don't when you when you speak negatively about somebody that looked like him. Uh well, I'm speaking negatively about the fact that he was, you know, talking smack about my quarterback after we're, you know, kicking his team's ass. And you know what I'm saying? And 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 the crazy part about it is too, like on first glance, I really did think that was Donnie Simpson at first before, you know, I got a little more into the video and stuff. And, and it had me thinking Donnie Simpson, you know, again, DC legend, radio legend. Always been uh, a Commanders fan. Or uh, well, well, he's from Detroit. Let's remember he, Donnie Simpson's from Detroit. And I, I've heard him on the radio once or twice before say that he does root for the Lions. So, um, I don't know about the commanders thing. Maybe that's just the, you know, because he's been in DC okay, for so maybe, long. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, him being a Detroit native, he he claimed the Lions. So that was that was kind of the crazy thing about it, watching that video of this dude that looked like him. And it's like, dude, <laughs> why are you talking to Smack, man? You your your team is getting blown out and you talking smack about my quarterback. My quarterback's got an MVP, bro. Your your quarterback was dumped because he couldn't score points in a Super Bowl. So well that yeah okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, right. <laughs> but that was let's be clear, Jeff Fisher had him fucked up. So let's be clear about that. So Sure, sure. McVay had him, you know, working. I mean he had him looking a little better, yeah. But yeah, right, right, right. get out of St. Louis or LA or and to and to Goff's credit, he's redeemed himself absolutely as a legit quarterback absolutely. since coming to Detroit. So I'll I, I give him that. But um, but Lions fan, that that Lions fan, and 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 shout out to Rita, the NFL chick. But she had to get spicy with some Lions fans also. I don't know who else was talking trash out there, but look, man, y'all y'all gonna have to go back to the drawing board, and y'all gonna have to figure some stuff out because you're gonna see teams like that when y'all get to the playoffs. You're gonna see teams like the Ravens come through. So y'all y'all got some stuff to clean up, man, for certain. Um. So the Steelers got a win um, over the Rams, and um, I'll just I'll just say my two cents real quick here. Um, the TJ Watt interception to open the third quarter yep. to me was the turning point in the game. Even though the Rams did take a lead, you know, after that, but I thought that that play right there was a, a you know important um, to the Steelers winning the football game. So um, it seems to me like. If you don't bust the Steelers' ass, you're not going to beat the Steelers, at, at least through seven games yeah. um, of the season. It, it seems like if you keep this team hanging around, um, they, they're they going to win. They, they're going to clip you in the end. Well, gonna it, find a, we, yeah, we're going to find a way. Yeah, but if you bust their ass like Houston and San Francisco did, then, you know, you're Gucci. That's what it seems like so far. I mean, well, that's, that's what the record says. The record, I mean, yeah. our two losses yeah. are the blowouts. Our four wins are the... Are those games? Um, look, uh, I'd be lying to you if I said I had super high expectations at this stage of the season. Uh, but hey, man, keep winning games. Just keep winning games. Uh, this offense clearly needs to get better. 
This mm-hmm. run defense clearly needs to get better. Uh, I don't like being gashed by uh, uh, who? Who the hell is their running backs for the Rams now? Was uh, it Darrell uh, Henderson? Darrell Henderson. Henderson and he came was back. Another, yeah, they, <laughs> he was literally on. The, they they said he was literally on the couch last week, and then there was another mm-hmm. guy, uh, Royce Freeman, who also mm-hmm. came in and, and, and was Jai cooking us. Um, yeah. It yeah. seems it seems like we're not going to get this run defense together until Cam Hayward comes back. Um, hey man, I I am so sick and tired of Mink, Minka Fitzpatrick leading the team in tackles. It is so it is so like we had a game plan that we wanted him to stay back and play safety this game, mm-hmm. but because we were getting gashed, we couldn't do it, man. Um, I like that Mason Cole didn't play a terrible game at center. Aaron Donald was was chilling. Um, you know, look, a win is a win. Um, mm-hmm. no, not a whole bunch of a win is a win is a win. It's not a whole bunch of for me. Got to take one. You got to you got to get it when you can get it. You got to t- get it I, even, even if the refs mess up. Because yep. I'm and 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 I and here's what I want you to do, Maestro. Just acknowledge on a, the the fourth down, the ball that they spotted on the field that was a, that was a bad spot. But they gave it to y'all, and, and you know y'all y'all you get out there with me, a win. You said you want me to do what? No, just acknowledge that. And acknowledge the refs. shit. Yeah, okay. And acknowledging shit. Yeah, okay. Don't don't Here don't go. Don't, yeah, okay. Here we go. Okay. They don't they don't get to ask me to acknowledge nothing. I'm already sick. Don't get me to ask me to acknowledge nothing. I'm ill. So nigga. the ref made the right call. Hey, that the the ref made the call that got it. That made the right call. Did the ref make the right call? I'm not being <laughs> objective right now. A win is a win. Nigga, stop it, bro. I'm the, not the being ref, objective. The, the right ref now. screwed the Rams right there in that at that point in the game. I mean, hey, some would say stop. that that taunting call was bullshit on uh the Deontay Johnson taunting call that Killer Wilverspoon was some bullshit too. Okay, all right. Some would say that. Right. I'm just, I'm just saying let's let's call out the refs period on both sides. That that's hey, kind of my point. Like, hey, hey, tell Sean McVay to keep his timeouts. How about that? And and, and, and quite hey, frankly, tell Sean McVay to keep his timeouts. How about that? And, and quite frankly, the refs was terrible throughout the league. That's a fact. Sunday. So they, I they, yeah, they, you, they, we they, got they were terrible more, everywhere. Yeah, y'all got way more ref problems to worry about than what the Steelers did. What they did with the Steelers and Rams game. Oh yeah, that way more, way more. No, the, the blade obviously right. the blatant one was in the Cleveland Colts game. Like that was the that was the blatant one where they called um they called pi on uh, I guess it was the it was the Cooper catch that wasn't, but Cooper couldn't. It was an uncatchable ball, right. and yet they still threw out the flag and it gave the Browns uh, first and goal at like the half yard line. Yeah, and um and and you know what. And and I hate saying this, but um, I think you kind of got to credit the Browns in that kind of sequence there. First goal, first and goal, second and goal, third and goal, because they they had to throw. I mean, with no timeouts, they they kind of had to throw that ball. And then once they got the fourth and goal, you you, you kind of knew, okay, let's get Kareem Hunt in the game and let's just you know punch this in because you know that was that was the play that was either going to win them or lose them the game there. Um, but, um, I do have to acknowledge that Miles Garrett was being an animal in that game. Two forced fumbles, uh, two sacks, a block kick. Um, and it's, and it's got people and and I want to bring this up too, because I know 
we we've kind of had this back and well, it's not really a back and forth, but we've had the TJ Watt, Miles Garrett talk of who's the best defensive player and all this stuff, who has more impact. And um, I, I, I've said it for a while. TJ Watt, I think, has the most impact on the team when it comes to wins and losses. It seems like Miles Garrett, um, while he does impact the defense when it comes to wins and losses, it doesn't necessarily um, translate. Um, the fact that he had that stat line and this was a 31 to 30 ball game kind of tells you everything like it's 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 it's, it's wild like you you would have you would have thought with that stat line that they'd be blowing the Colts out I mean I, I don't know I won't necessarily say that but what I'll say is and look shout out to Miles Garrett maybe maybe top three as far as defensive players in the league it's him, uh, T.J. Watt, and Micah Parsons. If you're talking about the three, it's those three there. Okay, I mean, if they, if they, yeah, okay. I'm just saying, my, my, I'm just saying, T.J. Watt is number one. I, don't, I, ain't, I ain't really concerned with the, all that other. That's not crazy. I mean, that's that's yeah, not crazy. They to make say. it seem like it's crazy, and I, you know, I, don't, I, I, ain't in, I ain't in the mood to, to rehash that conversation. But I'll say it, and I'll say it again: T.J. Watt is the best defensive player in the league right now. Nothing, nothing crazy about that. And, you know, I think other people have their opinions. Some people say it's Micah Parsons and some people say it's Miles Garrett. And I mean, when you look at the tape, um, I don't think it's crazy to say either one of those three can be number one. Um, but I'll I'm sorry, reiterate. I think it's crazy to say that TJ Watt ain't number one. You can argue two and three, but no, that's that's fine. That's yeah. fine. I'm just saying when you look at when you look at the tape of those players individually, um, I can't blame anybody. I mean, any one of those three can be number one. I'll just, I will give the edge to TJ because of the wins and losses and the impact that he has on wins and losses for the Steelers. Okay. We agree. Um, what, what, what else? Uh, I mean, what, what else kind of, well, let, let's talk commanders. Can, can we, can we do that? Uh, yeah, look, man, it's a short conversation. That's a short con. That's a shorter yeah, conversation yeah. and everything else. Look, man, <laughs> hey, Jonathan Allen is sick of this fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he got every right to be. Look, um, it was a somber day at my work, in my workspace Monday. Yep. Um, look, man, this team has the talent to be a, uh, and I'm just talking about talent. Mm-hmm. The team has the talent to be a, you know, up there with the Lions second tier team. Like they, they have the talent to be a, a, around that area, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, Ron Rivera got to go. I've been saying it for a little while now. Yeah. Uh, J- yeah. Jack, they're calling for Jack Del Rio. I'm okay with it. Let him go. Which they've been doing. Yep. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Let him go. Hey man, Josh Hearns and Magic Johnson got to get in here and and and, and, and do what they do. Mm-hmm. And, and and if they expect to have winning seasons in the future, it's got to have it's got to start this off season, if not sooner. Mm-hmm. I was talking to a fan. I was talking to a, a Commanders fan. Uh, you know, Monday talking to a coworker. He only see them winning two more games this year. Looking at the schedule, hmm. like I literally went looking through the schedule with him. And he only see two more games on the schedule that they could win. He's done. Hmm. hmm. Wow. Everybody in there done. I mean, wow. these are people that had Sam Howell being a pro bowler, 
13 and 4 records that like you know all these things are out the window by week 7. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Let the kid play. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I I know that yeah. I know there's been I, I know there's For been sure. conversations about is he the guy? Um, yeah, they talking about out it, and get somebody that's else. Another thing, that's another thing the fan base is saying. Yeah. Draft the quarterback first round. Yeah, look, that's fine. That's fine. I'm just saying, let the season play out and just keep Sam Howell I in agree. there as I a agree. starter. Just, I just agree. let it let it play I out. I agree. You know, I've, I've said the same. Year. Right, right. I, I said the same thing about Desmond Ritter in Atlanta. There's been questions about him, and he didn't have a great day. On, on Sunday either with the, you know, with the fumbles and the turnovers in the red zone. But um, if you're the Falcons, a hey, stick with Desmond Ritter. And if you think you, uh, you know, need a quarterback, then, I mean, there's hopefully going to be some quarterbacks coming out in the draft this coming draft. Yeah. Bo Nix, uh, the cat from Washington, uh, right. Caleb Williams, uh, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Yep. And I guess it, and I guess it kind of depends on, how the Falcons finish because even though they're first right. in the division, um, I mean, I don't, I don't guarantee that the Falcons are going to win in the South. I mean, the, I mean, that's the one division that's really like up in the air minus the Panthers. Like you really don't know what, what, what team you're going to get out of those other three there. So if the Falcons somehow win eight games, then they're not really going to be in position to draft high. So yeah. You know, that's something that they're gonna have to figure out. I think they stick well. I think they stick with her. Yeah, no, I, I think so too. And they would be right to do so. Just stick with the guy and then just evaluate in the offseason. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, they, they, it's not like they built they built this amazing team around them. Like, yeah, you gotta give them time. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I I'm I'm with Same you. Same thing for Sam Howe. Y'all didn't put a good team around uh, a good team around that offensive line playing like shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I'm I, I'm watching three. I'm uh, you know, Commanders fans are showing me tape. Hey man, look at this! Look at this! <laughs> three man rush, wide open, just running stunts on just Giants, just running stunts on them, and getting to the quarterback. Uh, I'm yeah, sure that's, that's wild. That's forty wild. sacks this. I think it's forty sacks this year for Sam Howell this year, something like that. Forty? I believe so. He's been sacked forty times. I believe so. Oh, damn. He got sacked like seven, eight times against Atlanta. Damn. I gotta yeah, I gotta check that. I'm pretty I know, sure I, something like that. I know the Giants have allowed a bunch of sacks <laughs> this season. Um damn, I didn't I didn't realize it was in the forties or I mean, what what's the seven games? Seven We're seven games, games through and forty yeah. sacks? That's, that's that's what I believe. I mean, that's gonna be worse than uh than than what David Carr got when he first got in the league, you know, some years ago, that that's crazy. Yeah. That, that, that I believe it's for they, I believe he's been sacked 40 times this year. Don't quote me, but quote me. I don't believe, I believe he's been sacked 40 times. That's crazy. That's crazy. And you know, what else is crazy that there's now a, uh, in, in New York, they've now created a Daniel Jones versus Tyrod Taylor conversation, which is, it, it's silly. It's, it's, it's really silly at this point. Silly and what, like what you mean? What they've been saying? Oh, Tyrod Taylor is the better quarterback, oh. and you know, look, you know, I I root for the black quarterbacks, but I think we know at this stage of the game who Tyrod Taylor is, 
And to a certain degree, we, we kind of know who Daniel Jones is. To a certain degree. To a certain degree. Um, but I think when Daniel Jones gets healthy, whenever that is, um, he's gonna get his job back. Well, of course he's gonna, yeah. Let's yeah. Be, let's be clear. Yeah, he's gonna get mm-hmm. his job back. Yep. But um I, I think the only thing that separates Daniel Jones from Tyrod Taylor is youth. Mm, right. Right. Daniel Jones ain't that much better than Tyrod Taylor. I, I just don't see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got wheels on him, though. Uh, Daniel Jones. He will run, and when he runs, he he's he's effective yeah. running. Yeah. Um, but right. I don't know that he's the, that much uh, that much of a better passer than Tyrod Taylor. I don't know that he's a better passer than Tyrod Taylor, to be honest with you. But it's kind of like if you stick with Tyrod, it's like okay, he put up fourteen points against the Commanders, and I know. The commanders D line is good, but overall the commanders are not a very good football team right now. Um, and, and more than that, and more than that, they didn't pay Tyrod Taylor; they paid Daniel Jones. So t- Daniel that, Jones, that too, he's going that out too. There. But it's not like the offense looks extremely different, you know, with with Tyrod being yeah. back there. Let's remember, just the previous week, we got on Tyrod because he changed into a run play at the end of the first half and walked away with no points when they could have got three on the board there. Right. So, you know, now all of a sudden we're creating this, you know, quarterback controversy that really, I don't, I don't think there is one. Narrative narratives always change between wins you know? and losses, man. Sure. Like, like sure. the fire, the fire Matt Canada chance aren't as loud this week. So. Mm-hmm. Yo, you know, what's crazy about that. So I was flipping through channels and I don't know how I stumbled upon a Penguins game. Obviously, hockey season started already, but they was chanting Fire Canada at the Penguins game. Yeah. That's, yo, when you know what's bad, bruh, when the other team in town is chanting for the offensive coordinator to be fired, that that's wild. Well, I'll say this in Matt Canada's defense. He he didn't call a bad game this Rams game and and, and plays started to work in the fourth quarter, uh, so you know at least for this week. Hey. Well, you got you got some reinforcements back. You got Deontay back. That changes um, things for sure. Prior yeah. move, uh, the prior move. He's, no, he's still out. He's on IR. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I, th- I thought I heard somebody say he was coming back, but no, he's on. IR. Um, but yeah, but you got to you got to Deontay Johnson back. changes things. They they don't have, they can't they can't focus on George Pickens. With Deontay Johnson on the field, that changes. That it just flat out changes things, and you saw it on the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll 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 see moving forward. Who y'all who y'all got next? Jacksonville. Jacksonville. So is that in Pittsburgh or is that that is? Uh, don't quote me. I don't know, but I could tell you in two seconds because I keep that type of shit loaded up you know just when i gotta talk some pittsburgh still to talk it is in jacksonville i mean i'm sorry it's at home i'm sorry it's, it's, a at, home it's at home it's right. okay yeah okay okay I, jacksonville coming off of a coming off of a win yeah. uh don't worry you already know where i'm going with that so oh i know i know and you and you already know where i'm going with that too so yeah, yeah. um so I think she's saying she can't hear. Yeah, yes. Audio. I can oh, hear there you. There we go. We can hear you. We can hear you. We could we we heard you for like a Two nanosecond seconds. and then it just kind of went back out again. It kind of went back out again. But um but I think by the time I introduce her, she'll have her audio up. So um like I said, I met her 
at Knicks Cavs game four earlier this year in the playoffs. Um, had some dope conversations. Uh, definitely wanted to bring her on. Um, she's one of the dopest Knicks content creators out there. Uh, dope Soul Sports Talk is the platform which you can find on YouTube. She also has a couple of more um, platforms. Queens Court is one of them. She also is a contributor for uh, Nothing But Knicks. Uh, shout out again to the homie Sim Russell um, on that front. Um, let's let's welcome in. BK Steph, she aka Queen, you. again. Wow, wow. No, no, we could hear her. I don't think she could ever hear yet. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, she can get her audio things situated, and uh, hopefully, we could you know get her back on here. Sure. Uh, so yeah, man. Uh, so did you hear Michael Irvin on uh, airing his son out the other day? Um, no, I didn't hear that. I don't know exactly. I don't remember exactly what the context was. Mm-hmm. But um, apparently Michael Irvin's son used to be a rapper. And, um, man, oh, man, did I write down what the context was? They was talking about something on uh, on uh, Skip Show. Okay. And I, um, I was, they was basically saying that uh, he was, I, I don't know what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. Michael Irvin's son rapped. And you know he he talking about the gun. He he doing the young the young shit. Yeah yeah yeah. And he yeah. was like he was like uh, I don't know where these lyrics came from because he ain't never been in the streets. You know obviously Michael Irvin been rich all his you know all the right. child's life probably right. so he ain't yep. been outside yep. to be rapping about this type of stuff he rapped about. And yeah. I've, I, I so I went to go look at the dude rap to look at mm-hmm. the dude raps on uh, YouTube whatever whatever. Yeah. First of all, for Michael Irvin to put this dude out here, and this dude ain't put out a record since 2019. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Come on, Mike! Come on, come on, playmaker! You ain't had to do that, bro. Why? Why you ain't got to?" But where did it stem from? Like, what, I can't what made remember him? With the conversation, I can't remember what the segment was. All I remember, man, you making me go. And I'm so not he did this it. on. He did this on Undisputed. Yeah, yeah. They huh. was talking about something. Huh. Uh, I, look, don't give me the line. I just, I just didn't like the fact that mm-hmm. uh, that he needed to air out his son, who hadn't been rap, hadn't, hadn't been putting out rap records since 2019. Like, mm-hmm. what, what was that? But I guess he did get some streams because as I'm going through the YouTube comments, mm-hmm. it was like, yeah, man, your, your father just just you up because Smart marketing. But, yeah, I, maybe it was marketing. But I'm like, bro, Mar- marketing. I'm like, buddy, ain't even put out no record since 2019. Like, why would you even air him out like that? He don't... And guess, and guess what? He gonna put some records back out in 2023. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Just, just based, just based that, off of this. But now they got everybody talking about he a fraud. They gonna be like, oh, well, he a fraud. But I mean, I guess most of these niggas be fraud rapping. So I mean, I guess, I guess. Um, you want to talk about last night, man? How San Fran? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was another, uh, surprising. I mean, this whole weekend of football games. Yeah. yeah, yeah, some pr- surprising stuff. Um, and we, we, we got to get into the Bills yeah, at some point. I mean, we, I mean, we still got to talk about Philly and Miami. That's why I figured we can get yep. through all this while we waiting for the guests to get, uh, to get their audio together. Yeah. Um, yep. hey, hey, uh, shout out to my man Wise. Shout out my man Rod. Yep. And shout out Gina too. Shout, shout out, out to Gina. Uh, Can't forget Gina. Yep, yep. Hey man, I'll say I'll say this. <laughs> I'll say this. 
As I, you know, what I'm saying, uh, let me, let me. Is, let this, me is this because they blew y'all out week one? Are you about to? No, no, honestly, because okay. look, because let's, okay. let's, okay. let's, let's, let's be clear before I find some shit okay. to talk. Okay. <laughs> this doesn't change the projection for me for the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, okay. the San I was about 49ers. to say, because nothing. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing. Changed. Nothing yeah. changed. I mean, look, they missed a field goal against Cleveland. If they don't mm-hmm. miss that 40 yard field goal, they win that game. Yep. And this game, yep. so so then we would only be talking about this game when, let's be clear, they were yep. dominated in this game. Dominated. Mm-hmm. The score don't tell the story. They were dominated. Cam Akers, Jordan Addison, Kirk mm-hmm. motherfucking Cousins. Um, that, offensive li- that offensive line for the Vikings. But more than that, I think they got the ball out fast. Like, like it, 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 the offensive line wasn't... Like, well, um, that too, but I, I mean, think they got. The, I think Kirk Cousins got the ball out fast. He didn't hold the ball long, and at no point of that game. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's that, and you know, I, I saw your tweet. Like we sitting there looking at that, like, all right, when is Kirk going? When is Kirk going to cut in? And when is? Uh, but this is what they did. The primetime lights, yeah, yeah. But this is what the Minnesota Vikings did. Shout out to Brian Flores. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, I don't, I don't want to say eliminated C Mac, but they certainly minimized Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, and it's easy Christian to do McCaffrey. that. And it's easy to do that when you don't got Debo on the field, and you know you're missing well, one of you're missing one of the you know key pieces to that offense, and it's just easier to key in on a guy like Christian McCaffrey. Now well, we did think, kill him well, in the in the past game. He kind of killed them a little bit, just a little bit, but. As far as stopping the run, they did that. I think when you put it on Brock Purdy, mm-hmm. you're now asking Brock Purdy to be one of those quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And I get that the stats would suggest that he's one of them quarterbacks, but I think what we found out in this game and in, and even uh, the Cleveland game mm-hmm. is that um, Brock Purdy ain't Jalen Hurts. You know, Brock Purdy ain't uh, Brock Purdy yeah. might not be Brock Purdy might not be Kirk Cousins. As but, far as skill, as far as skill, I was going to say it's the skill set. Yeah. I want to touch on the skill set for a second because we, I don't think we've, we've never put Brock and Jalen Hurts in the same sentence when it came to skill set. So well, I'm, only, well, I'm, I'm not surprised I'm about that. that. No, 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 no. The only reason I'm saying that is because they're in clear competition with Philadelphia for the, for the NFC. Of course. No, of course. That's I get the only, that. That's the only reason I'm talking about Jalen Hurts. I'm not going to Got we clearly know that he, that Brock Purdy ain't, you know, nah, that's not the, um, and we also understand that Brock Purdy is more of a, uh, system. Yeah. It's just no way to slice it. I get that he has to make the throws and all those mm-hmm. things that, mm-hmm. uh, people are saying, yeah. but skills, talent wise, we found out that for anybody who had a, uh, a question, Mm-hmm. about who Brock Purdy was. We know that Brock Purdy is a good quarterback who can follow instructions. And I said that about him last year. Okay. Like what's good about Brock what's good about Brock Purdy is is that when you got a coach that can coach you, he's going to listen to exactly what you say and not deviate too much outside of what the game plan was. So if it's a good game plan, Brock Purdy is going to be good. Um the problem is, is that he didn't have to do no. Uh, um, the problem this game is, is that the flow was thrown off. Running game not working. Yeah, running right. game not working. So now it's a little bit more on Brock Purdy, and Brock Purdy got to make things happen. And Brock Purdy, we found, I think we found out, 
is not necessarily that guy. Mm-hmm. And that's gonna and that's going and that's gonna that's gonna mean something. Talking about us having to see Philadelphia in the uh NFC championship if that's if that's what the uh what the championship is gonna be, the conference championship yeah. is gonna be. Which we um, which we got some which which we got some glimpse of last year. It's just that Brock got hurt early. And well, yeah, I don't think yeah, I don't think he got hurt way too down. early to had to, to put a yeah put of a course. grade on that. Yeah, of I, course. So but but a lot of people say if Purdy was you know healthy, you know, it would have been a different game. I'm not so sure that I do believe won. it would have been a different game. Yeah, it would have been a different game. I'm not sure that they would have won the game, but I don't think it would have been a blowout. Yeah. Um, yeah. As as far as this loss is concerned, um, it, it, it changes nothing. I, I feel the same way about San Francisco. They're going to be a division winner. They're going to be the tops in the NFC. You're going to have to go through um, them to you know kind of get to where you got to go. So um, that that changes nothing for me. Yeah. Um, I, I think on the Viking side of it, now they're three and four, and I think their outlook. As far as, you know, because people have been having conversations about maybe they need to go ahead and trade some of their guys like a like a Daniel Hunter was a name that was brought up in a trade, you know, a deadline trade option. Um, Her cousins was another name thrown out there, even though I never really I never really believed that because you don't see starting quarterbacks go at the trade deadline like that. That's not something that. Is you know I don't think you're yeah. ever gonna see that. You, you know what I'm Kirk so, right, you're never gonna see that. You're never gonna see that with any starting quarterback for that matter. So, um, so now three and four, um, and I know they got they got some games in the north left to com- you know complete. They got um, some games against the NFC South, and maybe this maybe this win kind of you know catapults them a little bit. I know you had them win in the north when we did predictions and stuff like that. So, um, so how, how, how do you feel about the Vikings as of now moving forward and keep in mind, there's still no Justin Jefferson and we don't know when he's going to come back. Um, I, I don't feel no kind of, I don't feel no extra way. I know that they're going to have to beat Detroit mm-hmm. and Detroit is, I mean, they're beatable. They're yeah. beatable. Um, yeah. Division game. Yeah, Those things they're, always they're can be splits. Yep. They're beatable. So um yep. but but um you know you kinda of put the bug in my ear uh last week when we talked about Detroit's schedule with C Hen. Mm-hmm. Um Detroit could have the number one and number two seed. Yeah. So if that so if that ha- so if Minnesota wins the division, Minnesota is gonna have w- is going to have that kind of seating one or two. Yeah. So um, am I ready to say that Minnesota is going to be the one or two seed in the NFC? Uh, because I can't imagine their schedule being that much more different, right? Uh, not that much more different, but they do got to cause see, okay. Cause they played, they played, the, they played the big dogs already. Right. They played Philly. They got San Francisco out the way last night. Um, I mean, like I said, they were number one seed last year. And no, they North, were they were the three seed. They, they were the three, three seed in the North. So okay. Oh, so yeah. So I mean, actually, actually, they could if they beat Detroit. Um, as far as the North, mm-hmm. yeah, they could definitely be a one or two seed. So yeah, I, I, I'll stand by my predictions right now, just for the for shits and giggles. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because you know, I, I had Detroit winning the division. Yeah. Uh, I'm a, I'll, I'll stick to that. Um, I had the Vikings out the playoffs. Um, I'll stick to that, but I will acknowledge that this win last night did good give win. them some life. Yeah. Good win. Good, 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 good win. quality good win. Good win. Good, good win. Good, good quality win for them. We'll, we'll I see. Hope, I, I know Rod, I seen Rod, it was Rod Owise. Shout out to Rod Owise. I don't, mm-hmm. um, one of them said something about San Fran not really looking at this team seriously yesterday mm-hmm. and that they needed some humbling. Uh, for their sake, I hope y'all got the humbling that y'all needed. Um, cause that was that was a humbling. Yeah, yeah, that was a humbling. Yeah, I mean, two weeks in a row now. Um, granted, and, different looking games, sure. but and uh, and not to keep bringing up Philly, but Philly just signed Kevin Byer, and they're still trying to get Patrick Sertain out of Denver. Mm-hmm. Now I didn't hear about the Patrick Sertain. They're trying uh, to get they, they're trying to get him out of Denver. Uh okay. One thing that the Eagles have been pretty successful at in the past two or three years mm-hmm. is getting the motherfuckers they want to get. Them off-season, like them yeah. mid-season deadline I, they, trades. Um, yeah. And Kevin Byer playing safety in Philadelphia. Howie Roseman ain't playing. Howie Roseman is not playing. It's a problem. <laughs> and then they just, <clears throat> excuse me, and then they just put that ass whooping Sunday night on Miami. Mm-hmm. This is a problem, man. Um, how do I feel about that game? Because the score wouldn't dictate that it was an ass whooping, but I see why. You, but I, but I see why you say it was an ass whooping because uh, that offense for Philly really, I mean, it, it was really unstoppable in so many ways. I mean, minus the minus the turnover that turned it to points for Miami to tie it up, seventeen seventeen. Um. It was still it was relatively still a ball game up until the Eagles, you know, in the fourth, they pulled away at the end there. Um, this game was closer than I think um, the play on the field indicated, if, if, if that if that makes any sense. You said that it was closer than the play than what the play on the field indicated. Yeah. Um, look, man, they lost by two touchdowns. Um the turnover is the turnover. You you got to give credit where credit is due. The turnover is the turnover. Yeah. Um, they, had, they had their chances. All, all you can say about the Dolphins is they they had their chances. Yeah. And I, the I, offense for Philly was just too much in the end. Yeah, this was an ass whooping for uh, my book. Um, I get it that uh, I mean it's clear who was better in the trenches, and I know Miami had uh, offensive line injuries heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's where the dominance was. Like I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. Like, when, when when you look at their style of play versus what Miami was trying to do, that's where the that's where the dominance was at. It just to me, I didn't really I didn't really get that from the score versus what I saw on the field. Because yeah. again, it was 17 yeah. 17, and then the Eagles in the fourth quarter they they pulled away, you know, to come up with the dub. Well, okay, I mean, okay, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, you say it was tomato. winnable. It was winnable. It was winnable for Miami. You say tomato. I mean, at, least, I say at least they, tomato. at least they wasn't Detroit. They wasn't Detroit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that was ass whooping. Yeah, that was uh, that was ass picking. That was ass whooping. No, I'm talking yeah. about the Philly Miami. I know. Oh. I was, yeah, that was ass whooping. Oh. I, I get oh. what you're saying that they were still in the game, but I never. 
no no point in that game that I feel like even when they tied it off the uh when Tyreek Hill ran outran uh the, the corner and the safety for the touchdown. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't feel like Miami was in control of this game, man. I did No, I, I agree with you. Like I had Philly winning, so like if they if they'd have beat them by, you know, seven points, okay, cool. I still have Philly winning despite however the game went from beginning to end. And I, I think what the one play I think they're going to take back um, when Miami watches this film is um, Tyree Kill bobbling that ball. Um, if he holds on to that, that's a touchdown. I don't, I don't know if you saw that highlight um, where he, you know, Tua catches him in stride and he just kind of loses the ball that goes in the end zone and goes out of bounds. So um, that's something I'm, I'm sure they want to have back because that could have been, you know, one of those plays that could have turned that game around for them. Yeah, um, look, man, um, look, we know that uh, that's what makes Miami dangerous more than anything mm-hmm. on their team. Tyreek Hill makes them dangerous more than anything on their team because no matter how good yep. your no matter how good your trenches are, it just mm-hmm. so happens that Tua could throw one to get one up in the air yeah. in the vicinity of Tyreek Hill it might get to Tyreek Hill because of the speed. So yep. I yep. get it. I get it. But um, he didn't. He didn't catch it. And and and, for, and Philadelphia held and pulled away. Two mm-hmm. touchdowns, two touchdown lead uh, at the end of the game. I, I, I can't sit here. That, that, that looked bad. That looked bad for Miami. And, and again, let's be clear. Miami's fine. Yep. They're absolutely fine. But that, that was a... Much like Detroit, that was a loss that you didn't really want to take if you're trying to get to the next level as far as winning culture and being a good team. Yep, yep. All right, we can uh, we can put the NFL talk on pause for a minute here. So uh, we finally got our guest in here, folks. Uh, she goes by the name of BK Steph. I met her at Knicks-Cavs Game 4 in the playoffs earlier this year, had some dope conversations. Um, she's one of the best Knicks content creators out there. She's got her own show, Dope Soul Sports Talk which you can find on YouTube also is a contributor for nothing but Knicks. Um, shout out to the homie Sim Russell, uh, who's what been up? on this show as well. Um, BK Steph, thank you. AKA queen, as they like to call you on your show. Um, how you doing? I'm glad you got the audio worked out. First of all, thank you for having me. You guys can hear me. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Clear. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I appreciate <laughs> it. And I feel so embarrassed. Because the system knob was not up. <laughs> That's oh. it. I knew it was something simple. I knew it was something simple. It was something yeah. so simple. Simple. So I, I apologize. And again, I appreciate you two um, having me on to talk NBA basketball and talk Nick basketball. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But first, before we get into all that, because um, I, I, I want to know the history behind your um podcast and your contributions to creating Knicks content and basketball content and all that so um just kind of give us a history on you know how you got started how did you link up with sim to do nothing but Knicks and all that good stuff yeah I I think it was just a coincidence I was listening to you know audio podcast around the Knicks and I was actually relatively new to listening to podcasts um, and then I w- went on YouTube to search, search for something totally different. And mm-hmm. I came across the nothing but Nick's um, show. And I was like, this was, I was, this, it just blew my mind. I didn't even know this community existed. 
And at the time, he had um, Mark, whose Mark was on there. Mm -hmm. A couple of fellas was on there. And the, the analysis and the takes were really good. But the camaraderie and the chemistry and the entertainment, I right. was like, look at because they were funny. They were going at. It. I'm like, I'm getting Nick's content. I'm 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 getting entertained at the same time. So I continued to listen to them, and I got up enough nerve. It took me maybe about two weeks from listening, and I called up to the show once to DM Sim and ask, "Can I come on the show?" Yeah, and he said yes, and I came on the show, and I probably was there for a month or so. And then he asked me if I was interested in hosting, hosting a show. And that's how the Queen's Court came about. I think I did that for over a year. But I'm still doing it. But yeah, over a year right, before right. I decided to start my own channel. So it was just, I just logged on to YouTube and, 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 and saw them. Absolutely. And it opened up a whole new world from that. For sure, for sure. Uh, let's talk about your Knicks love. Yeah. Talk about my Knicks. So where, where, where did this, where, you know, how long would it start? What got you into the Knicks? This started back in the early, um, early 80s. Okay. Um, I just happened to be the same thing, switching channels. And I saw, I saw a basketball game. It wasn't, it wasn't the Knicks. I think it was um, the Philadelphia 76ers. And I was, and I played, I, I was playing basketball at the time. And I was like, wow, this is great. And the next thing you know, I started, you know, watching watching the Knicks. And this was before Patrick Ewing, probably two years before Patrick Ewing was drafted. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. lean years, Kenny Bannister, um, you know, uh, Pat um, Cunning, Cunning, Cummings. I mean, this was the lean years of, of, of the Knicks. And um, two years later, Patrick Ewing was drafted and I was following Georgetown. Yeah. So I was super happy when that happened. The entire building that I lived in shook when we won the lottery. So I guess I wasn't mm. the only one watching. <laughs> and it's been a love affair um, since then, since the good times and, and the bad times. Obviously, the 90s with Patrick and Oak and Starks, to me, was the best um, was the best time. Yeah. But it's been pretty painful. <laughs> that's being nice that, that's along. being nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's been pretty painful yeah yeah don't worry well, it, it hasn't been that much better on my side even so not that much better yeah i know and and the thing about it now you guys going through a rebuild yeah we can't even get the pick so uh, it's, it's just always it's just always it's something over. right that pick yeah. is not gonna convey so mm -hmm. it is what it is yeah well what do you think about this, Steph? Because I, I heard some stuff this morning, and um, I guess it's somebody who covers the Sixers put out a tweet and said that um, the Knicks were willing to give up three of these four names. And I think the names was Julius Randle, yeah. R.J. Barrett, Emmanuel Quickly, and I think Evan Fournier, Evan Fournier. Mm -hmm. for um, Joel Embiid, along with a couple of first-rounders to go along with that. Now, I call BS on it. I think it's more about what the Sixers are trying to do with, you know, with the James Harden situation. But I'm curious to know what you think about that. Yeah, that that's a tough one on 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 multiple fronts. I heard a revised one. I saw a revised one maybe a few hours ago that didn't have Randall mm. um, in it. Um, I 
I don't think we. This is a championship contending team. Yeah, we have I agree. Right I agree. And I don't even think if you let this team, as they say, marinate, is going to grow into a championship contending team. I just don't think, even at its ceiling, it's not unless Randall and Brunson or somebody just turns into yeah. a superstar. Yeah. So, so I so I get needing a superstar. I'm I'm not high on Embiid. I wouldn't be mad if the Knicks traded for him. Mm-hmm. It's just for me, I want my best player to be able to operate on the wing. Thank you. Create their yeah. own shot because and in and Embiid is a monster. You know, sometimes you forget how talented he is. And then I was watching like an old 70s and I said, look at this guy. Yeah. The mid post or whatever. But come playoff, you can easily crowd a guy. Yeah. Do things to take his game away, make it hard for him when they operate when they're not operating with the full length of the court as a right. wing. Right. So that would be my preference. In terms of what they're offering, you know, I don't think it's a good fit. If if this is true, I don't mm. think Randall and Embiid is are a good fit. I don't think um, on on the same team. Um, yeah, I agree. But that's a lot. That's a lot. But the reality of the situation is, when you're going to get a star or a superstar, basically, you basically have to start over. Like yeah. you, you give up your depth. You're going to get the best player in the deal. Hopefully mm-hmm. you can hold on to Brunson. You're mm-hmm. going to take a step back for a year probably while you build up the roster because you're not going to have – I don't know if you're going to have a lot left. Like Grimes wasn't mentioned, but I don't think Grimes is ready for prime time just yet. Like when you get somebody like Embiid, you're ready for prime time. Right. That's a, right, right, yeah. That's a conversation, yeah. But you know, in those situations, and and I've watched the Heat do this over the years when LeBron was there, they've put vets around that team, you know, toward the back end of him being there. Like, I think a situation like the Knicks, if they do trade for Embiid, what's going to happen is is you're going to lose the depth, like you talked about, right? And then what's going to happen is is you're going to have all this cap space not available for any potential other free agents or signings, right. you're going to be getting vets like on a $1 million minimum. Like that. I mean, that's really how you're going to be building a championship type of a team. So, well, you're not going to do it in one year. No way though, because who, right. you gonna get, who are you going to get Todd Gibson? Like, like, is it like at this, especially at this stage of the, uh, you know, the season just starting, there's not a whole right. lot of vets that's right. just sitting around that's ready to, you know, uh, support, mm-hmm. Brunson and Embiid, um, and 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 I agree with you one hundred percent. You best better find a way to get Randall out of there because having both of them on the floor at the same time is just going to yeah, cost no. a whole bunch of space. Um, and Joe, uh, Rand, I, I'm not comparing Randall to Embiid in no stretch of the imagination, but they kind of want to do the same kind of things. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Randall wants to do what Embiid does. Let's let's clear that up. Well, I'm just talking about no. I'm talking about in what they want to achieve on the court. Sure, sure. Game like you know they they're kind they're trying to do the same thing. So in turn, even you putting to have space, you're putting Randall on the bench or you're getting rid of him. Right. And, mm-hmm. and you're not getting rid of you're not putting Randall on the bench unless you want that headache that locker room headache. So you got to get rid of him. So uh, yeah, you got to trade him. Yeah, yeah, you got he got to be in the package. He has yeah. to be in the package. Has to be. Has to be. Has yeah. to be. This 100%. is the other question I have though. When we talk about you know Brunson and Bead and a lot of minimums, 
how is Phoenix doing it? How is how are the Lakers doing it? Because yeah. they don't just have like two top ten, excuse mm-hmm. me, two um, you know, max players because Brunson is going to be max at some point, yeah, right, and and just minimum guys. Phoenix at least has three of them before they went to their minimum guys, right? And I don't know what the Lakers are doing out there that they you know what they're doing that's this talent. You know what they're doing? They're going over that tax threshold. The Milwaukee yeah. kind of did the same thing with uh, Giannis and. Um, Drew Holiday and uh, Chris Middleton, they they going over the tax threshold. Uh, the Warriors did it for Phoenix a few is years. Clearly doing it. Yeah, Phoenix is clearly doing it. They the they, they want to chip. It. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, and they can do it. Let, let's be real. It's it's the number one market in the in the country. They they can do it. They got the money to do it. It's so just what, a matter of so pulling the trigger. Is and I and I ask you, Steph, what the hell is stopping them then? You know, to me, it seems like, and we don't know because they don't speak to the media, right? They don't speak yeah. to the fans. So we don't really know. It seems to me that they have a short list of players and they're not budging until one of them become available. That's what it seems like to me. Now, for me, I feel like you can still improve the team. And if yep. a superstar becomes available, just flip whoever right. you got. Right, you know, into the package for the superstar. I don't think you have to stand pat, um, waiting for a superstar. But that's what it seems like they're doing. Yeah, yeah, cause yeah. Where are you at with RJ Bird in your mental mind? Yeah, I'm not really high on. Um, I'm not really high on RJ Barrett up to this point. Yeah, up to this I point. I will okay. say, in the playoffs, he looked good in terms of the decision making, which is in his floor game in mm-hmm. FIBA. His floor game decision making look better, and in the preseason, so maybe he's taking a turn in that respect. But I'm talking about up to the playoffs. Yeah, not really. wasn't really high. I felt like you know he's somebody that gets 20 points by taking a lot of shots, and there isn't anything else he does well. Now he's elite at getting to the basket, mm-hmm. but he's not elite at finishing at the rim. 58. percent I think it's under the 20th percentile for his position. Yeah. You look at multiple stats for R.J. Barrett, it just doesn't add up for the money we've paid. For the money we've paid. Mm -hmm. I was looking at, this is so funny, I was looking at Kelly Oubre's numbers, and you guys get a chance, take a look at them for last season. Yeah. Similar to R.J. Barrett. He took 17 shots a game, had 20 points. R.J. took, no, he took 16 and 12, whatever. They They were about the same in terms of inefficiency, whatever. But he's getting what a minimum or something, and I get it. He's at his ceiling, yeah. And, you know, yeah, yeah. And RJ Barrett may may not be, but I just feel like we paid a lot of money, and with that production, we could have got that same production cheaper. Now mm-hmm. he can prove me wrong this year because he's looked good to me in the preseason. I don't expect him to ever be a good shooter, so I'm not really looking for that. But finish at the rim. If that's your bread and butter, finish at the rim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No empty trips. You either getting fouled and hitting your free throws or you setting somebody up for a good shot, a good look on your drives. And that's what I've seen in the preseason. So I'm pretty encouraged by that. He's got to be like 48% shooting. If he's like, if that's going to be his thing to get to the basket and finish, oh, he's got to be at 48%. Yeah. At least. At yeah. least, yeah. Most of yeah. But yeah. you know what's hurting him? 
I think he'll be better at the rim because in the precincts you can see he's absorbing contact and it's not throwing him off and he's still getting up good shots. Yeah. But his three-point shooting brings his overall percentage down because he's That's still true. putting them up. He gonna that's go true. one for seven, one for eight, two for nine. Two. I'm like, so that's really bringing down his field goal percentage. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so project projections for the Knicks. Uh, I, look, obviously they. Uh, what was y'all four seed? This four seed going in yeah, last five year. Seed. Five, five seed, five seed going mm-hmm. in last year. Uh, beat smoke the Cavs. Let's be clear, smoke the Cavs. Um, and, and, and then you know. You got you get you eventually get surprisingly some, had home court because yeah. it was supposed to be Milwaukee. Right, right, and, right. And we got we drew Miami, which we Miami. were excited about. We y'all were excited, man. Y'all we were excited it. about it. And and look, Steph, we, we was at the game back in April. We was at game four. Yeah. Yes. And I remember dudes around us was like, yo, we want Miami. Like everybody wanted the yeah. heat. Right. You know, and, and we got them. And we couldn't do nothing with it. <laughs> We got that smoke, the Miami yeah. smoke. We got it. Yeah. So uh, obviously Miami. Well, I ain't gonna say obviously, but they they lost some pieces to say the least. So Miami might not be there. Um, what what projection wise? What can what can the Knicks do this year uh, in the playoffs? Because I got you guys in playoffs one way or the other. But yeah. uh, can we can can y'all can y'all get past the second round? I'm gonna say no, and it breaks my heart to say that. I think this team is built for the regular season. I have them at anywhere from 47 to 52 wins. Mm-hmm. I think we're built for the regular season. I'm not so sure we're built for the playoffs. We got Mitch who who does his thing on the defensive end and on the offensive boards. But in the playoffs, you can use his guy, which Miami did and even Cleveland did. Yeah. To crowd the paint, double team, roam. And then you got RJ Barrett who doesn't shoot well and so the spacing is just not there i think in the playoffs you got to have that shooting you got to have everybody that's at least a threat and if you got one person who's not a threat let's say mitch everybody else got to be you know a a threat to be able to yeah yeah, shoot the ball so i'm not i don't think we're built for the playoffs i I, but i do think we get to the second round I, i don't think we get to the eastern conference finals i know a lot of us think that's the next step but we're a small team we're playing josh hart at the backup power forward um i don't know i i i i don't know i'm i'm saying second round okay so you uh so and, and with just with the excuse of small you're a smaller um and you don't necessarily have the 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 star like what like what what do you think the next think- weaknesses are I, I think it's shooting. Hopefully that gets better. Yeah. Think about mm. in the in the Miami um series. So so two things. One, the further you go in the playoffs, the tougher teams you face. Yeah. Yeah. And then those yeah. teams are better able to exploit whatever weaknesses you, you have. have. For sure. And then one of the Knicks' weaknesses is shooting, inconsistent shooting. And in the yep. playoffs, it got even worse. Yeah. So now, Miami, what did Miami do? They packed in the key, and they said, if we're going to lose, it's because they shot the lights out. Yeah. And we just weren't able to do that. And I'm not sure. Maybe it's better. You know, maybe Grimes gets his feet under him, and he shoots better in the playoffs. Maybe quickly gets better. This is third time around. He shoots better in the playoffs. But you're going to still have that, you know, maybe with Mitch, 
like Tibbs does. He takes him out, put Hartenstein in to kind of help with the spacing. Um, but for me, it's it's the shooting and the spacing and everyone not being a threat on the court. That's what it is. Um, they addressed some of the shooting with the DiVincenzo signing. They did. They, they, did. they did address that. That was something that I was hoping if we didn't get a star in a trade with whoever was available, that they at least address their weaknesses. And I thought they did that with the DiVincenzo signing. Now, to your point about the team not being uh, necessarily built for the playoffs in a sense, um, I, I halfway agree with you that the deeper you get in, that, you know, they're not going to be built to last longer. But I got this team, and, and you could call me crazy, but the ceiling for me, for them, is the conference finals. Like, you, you mentioned it as far as the team taking the next step. That is the next step. And, and, and I feel like if they do get there, then I think it does set up for the following offseason to maybe where somebody is available and looks at this team and says, "Ooh, this team was just a few wins away from the finals. I know if I could find my way over here that we could be, you know, we could get there. We could finally, you know, get over the hump. So for me, I look at it as it's the conference finals or you're going to have some serious questions in the offseason. Um, one question is going to be with the coach. What's his contract situation? Is he going to be a lame duck situation coach, right? Um, number two, where does this team go as far as the players that are currently on the roster? It's going to bring up a whole bunch of questions if this team bottoms out in the second round again. I don't think so because I, I, was, at, I was didn't agree. I, I agree with you. I don't think because, so either. because look at so in order to get to the Eastern Conference Finals, that means the Knicks beat Boston or Milwaukee, mm-hmm. two teams that are better than the Knicks on paper. Mm-hmm. So if you don't get to the Eastern Conference Finals because you lose to Milwaukee or you lose to Boston, you're mm-hmm. not the favorite in any one of those series. So I don't sure. know where the questions would come from now. If one of those, if they get bumped and now you're playing Cleveland in the second round or maybe playing Miami in the second round, then all right, we could talk about it. Okay. Okay. But if we, but I if understand we that. If Boston and Milwaukee, that's nothing to be um, ashamed of. You're just yeah. better. Yeah, okay. I agree. So, I agree. So let's say that does happen. A hypothetical, we go out to Boston, tough fought seven game series. Oh. We go out. They, they're extending Tom Thibodeau at that point. Absolutely. First of all, I feel like you should extend Tom Thibodeau now. I think mm. the Knicks is just getting too fancy. We was we were we were a twenty one win team. We mm-hmm. were a hot mess. Right. Tom right. Thibodeau comes. We make the playoffs two out of the last um, three years. You got an All Star in Julius Randle. Two All NBA teams. Oh no, we want to see what you got to do this year. We're gonna see what you. What 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 else do you need to see? Yeah. So I, I I don't get it, but. I will say this. I don't even think it's about Tom Thibodeau. Mm-hmm. I think Dolan is has the front office on notice. And, and Tom Thibodeau is tied to that front office. If the front office gets extended, Tom Thibodeau is going to get extended. It's a package. Gotcha. I don't think I, I don't think it's about Tom. I think it's about the whole regime mm-hmm. that I think I, should have been extended by now. Yeah. Here's yeah, my I, criticism. Here's my criticism of Tom. Mm-hmm. In the playoffs, when our weaknesses getting exposed of, you know, lack of three-point shooting. 
and I'm watching all these other playoff teams struggling with whatever they struggled with and put some guys off the bench that put them in the game that necessarily didn't get much playing time, found a way to get some guys off the bench, get some playing time, and maybe help extend their seasons, i.e. the Suns in the playoffs against Denver last year. Even though they lost the series, they still played some guys that didn't get playing time. The Lakers did that as well. Lonnie Walker. Um, With Lonnie Walker, right. And then that might have, I mean, they don't win that game four. They probably don't get out that series against Golden State, right? So when I'm watching the Knicks against Miami and we're struggling from the three, I'm at a point in my mind where it's like, can you at least put Fournier on the floor and see if he can give us something? Like, that's what the, that's what the great coaches do, right? Like, they don't be stubborn and to stick with what they normally do. They, they got to pull a rabbit out of the hat somewhere, right? And so I thought in that moment, that's where Tom Thibodeau kind of didn't try to maybe help extend the series a little bit. So that's my one criticism yeah. about him. I, I, I agree. I, I would have liked to have seen um, 28. But I will say this, and Tony Crow, shout out to Tony Crow from Nixon Bruises. When the article Tony. came out um, that he that he did in, in a French, I don't know if it was a magazine or, or newspaper, yeah. one of the things he talked about 48 was that toward the end of the season, he pretty much gave up because he knew he wasn't going to go um, go in. So right. they, when R.J. Barrett got hurt, they had to look for him to put him in. Hmm. He said that during the season, he doesn't usually go out to dinner with his wife because that's how locked in he is. When yeah. he, he was out of the rotation, he started going out, whatever. Tom Thibodeau was a trust guy. Hmm. If there was any indication from Tom Thibodeau that Fournier wasn't locked in, mm-hmm. he's not going to get that opportunity. Hmm. So that's, that's the type of coach Tom Thibodeau is. You're not going to get that opportunity. Now, I agree with you. If that wasn't the case and he was locked in all season, absolutely. I wanted to see um, Fournier as well. But I will say, people, I want people to give Tom as much credit as they want to take away with his faults. Because the mm-hmm. faults are magnetized. Oh, the rotation. He didn't put this one in. He needs to be fighting. He needs to go. Right, but the big right. things he's done in terms of turning us around like that gets minimized right and they bring up his past too they bring up his time with chicago they bring up his time with minnesota and how that didn't work out you know toward the end there with the jimmy butler stuff and and the cat stuff and they bring that up so but clearly cat was soft butler coming in there trying to win mm -hmm. talking about he want a family atmosphere right listen come on yeah yeah word 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 word. Sure. Hey Steph, hey Steph. So my, my my brother right here, he's got a Wizards jersey on. Um, can you give this man some form of hope for the season on like what to expect out of Jordan Poole, Tyus Jones? Hold on, hold on, and, hold on. I'm sorry. You, what, what? You, you think I don't have no hope? <laughs> I, I think I got I mean, reasonable. I, I think I got. I think I got a. Re, I think I got reasonable uh, expectations. And I'm gonna let you go, Steph. We don't play defense. <laughs> Let's be clear. The Wizards do not play defense. Jordan Poole is going to score 25 and up a game because he's going to have the range to shoot as much as he wants to shoot. Right. Um, I think I think that if we can score and we don't and we don't seem like we're going to have a, a, a terrible problem scoring, if we can score, 
we should be able to be anywhere between six and eight in the playoffs. Wow. Wow. That you are very optimistic. <laughs> oh, okay. And well, you don't need no help from me. Yeah, I don't know where you he got that no from. from me. <laughs> <laughs> you already there. Yeah. I, I, w- I will tell you this. I, I will tell you who I like on your team, who I think is going to have a monster season and who is underrated. And he's finally getting his opportunity. And that's Gafford. Mm-hmm. I love that kid. Yep. You are going yeah. to see he's yeah. getting he's getting his opportunity. Double double, two blocks a game. Book yeah. it. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. And look, say what you want about Tyus Jones. He ain't an all-star. And 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 and, that, and all those things are true. If he can give me 16 points and he can give me seven assists a game, he he eye with me. He eye with me. I, I would say 15-6, but there's more, there's a lot of shots to go around. So he yeah. at 18. He yeah. Might, yeah. 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 What what what's your what's your thoughts on Kuzma? Do you like him? I like him because uh when everything got dark and for some reason we decided to offload Montrez Hurl and and no and, and that nice little core we had for us mm-hmm. for two months maybe that he continued to play. Um the he, he, he's kind of seeing the same opportunity that Jordan Poole is about to have this season, where it's like nobody else is around. Hey, we can get we we could we could just free range and shoot the ball. I I have Jordan Poole at twenty five, but I also can see, and I've been saying it all summer. I can see Kuzma still scoring twenty to twenty five. Oh so no! Doubt. I can see him still scoring twenty to twenty five. So if I'm getting that, and then the the even if at a low. Uh, Tyus gives us a 15. We're in a good position every game, regardless of the fact that we are not going to play any defense. Who's your power forward? They start Kuzma at small forward or power uh, They're going to put him at power. And I think that it looks like they're going to put Denny at three. Uh, okay. Okay. That's what it's looking like. Okay. Yeah. And you said this is a team that's going to get the six or the eight seed? Is that, what, is that what I heard you Between, say? Yeah, if we can, if if everybody is scoring how I want them to score, mm-hmm. I, between eight and six, I think we can get there. And you just talked about you no know, defense too. Look, man, it's still the East. It's still the East. Sure, sure, sure. I, I it's get still it. Still the East. I, 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 I get... brought that up in the chat yesterday. Yeah. Somebody said, "Why should they play?" I know. Why should they play no defense? And then somebody in the chat said, "Neither do the Knicks." <laughs> <laughs> Neither do the Knicks. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a Knicks for clicks moment. <laughs> look, look, look. <laughs> hey man, look, man, look. Uh, the East, wow. the, the bottom half of the East is there is nobody that that scares you on the bottom half of the East. Yeah, I agree with you. Nobody that it's questionable. You. It's, yeah, it's 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 nobody questionable. Nobody scares you. Nobody. Scares I think Orlando's going to be better. Indiana's going to be better. Remember, Indiana was in the thick of things before Halliburton went out. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Chicago was in the thick. Was this? No, no, that was two years ago. Yeah, I don't see Chicago. Billy yeah. Donovan's probably gonna lose his job. At the end Bulls, of yeah, the, yeah. There's I, something going on in Chicago, job. man. He's lose his job. Like they've been, they've been trying to get rid of Zach Levine and Demar Derozan. Like, they, I, I don't know what their game plan is. Oh, their week. game plan Not is, is that yeah, yeah, it's clear what their game plan is. And let's be clear. I know DeMar DeRozan had a couple of game winners and he had some little cook-up moments last season. 
we know who DeMar DeRozan is, guys. Like, you know, so so if you're not going to put a, 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 a team of dogs around him, one that's going to take shots, one that's going to take over games, DeMar DeRozan is a good player, but he's not that player that's going to take over a game when it matters. That's not who he is at this stage of his career, and, and frankly, that's not who he's ever been. Zach Levine has more potential, but he's so inconsistent with scoring that, you know, we don't have a lot of it's, Chicago. Don't got a Chicago, and and the, and the worst thing that happened is that their point guard is. Not yeah, hurt. I was. I was just about to say that injury seems like it kind of set them back from what they were trying to do. Yeah, and it's not even like he's a great scorer, but he's a great facilitator. So you know, right, he, right. He, he gets everybody the shots. So now, yeah, so it is. It is there where they're at the point where it's like, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Why not build for the future while? Uh, the stock is high on Levine. Maybe the highest is going to be, um, and the same for DeRozan. Maybe the highest is going to be. Yeah, yeah. DeRozan only has a few more. Well, I don't know. Players are playing later. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it, um, so he might have more years than I think. But yeah. I don't know. But 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 uh, I mean, I, well, I'm guessing. I don't know his stats. I, well, he's probably he was averaging around 25 last year. I would I would assume. Yeah, twenty-five, I, five and five, something like that. But yeah, he had his best. He had his best year statistically as a bull that that first year he got there. Right. I'm just saying that it, it ain't it ain't too many more twenty-five point uh, averages coming, and you know it ain't it ain't many more. Listen, I drafted him, so he need to at least this season <laughs> fall off, fall uh, off next season. Right. <laughs> he was sitting there. I was like, all right. I'm <laughs> so when we're going to the rest of the East. Um, how do you see this playing out? Because obviously, Milwaukee with the Dame acquisition and Boston with the Porzingis, and now the Drew Holiday acquisition. Now, those are the two teams clearly that sit above everybody else in the East. Three through eight, like, I, I, how do you see that kind of playing out? I'm I'm putting in the Knicks can finish three through six, right. but for mm-hmm. this exercise, I'm gonna put them at three. Yeah. I'm gonna put them at I like three. that. I like that. I like that. I'm gonna put them at three. I'm gonna put Philly four. It's but so four and five to me is Philly and Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, Cleveland is gonna be better. Like they they got beat up by the Knicks. They'll be better. Just like we, you know, we took our lumps from Miami. We'll be better. Mm-hmm. Um, even though Philly is in, in my opinion, in disarray right now. You still got Embiid. Yeah. You still got Maxi, who I think is gonna um step it up this season. Yeah. And I think Tobias Harris, we forget now, unless he's older or you know, and, and his game has fell off that. But I yeah. think it's more about his role changed on the team. They didn't really need him to score mm-hmm. as much once they got Harden. If Harden decides he's not gonna play until he's traded, I do think Tobias Harris steps up. And he's going to score more than, I don't know, that 14, 15 points. He's, I think, which is lowest of his career. I don't know. Maybe not from when he yeah. first came in. But, you yeah. know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, recently. Yeah. So I, I think I'm going I'm to still I'm gonna put Philly, Philly above Cleveland. Cleveland is a little soft to me. They got to show me a little, little, little something. Yeah. They added some depth, though. They did. And yeah. Niang and, and Struess. And Struess, yeah. yeah. Is there. Yep. So they yeah. got the shooting. That that's what hurt them against us as well. They didn't so. have the shooting. So, so yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna have them Knicks three, Philly four, my um Cleveland. Cleveland. Ooh. Cleveland five, 
I'm gonna have my Miami six. Now, Miami lost Struess and um Gabe Vincent. Gabe Vincent. But yep. I don't think they were lights out in the regular season. They just really turned they were good in That's, the regular season. They turned it up. They turned it up. I agree with yeah. that. Yeah. But Hero is coming back. They still have Bam Adebayo. They still have Jimmy Butler. They just not a very deep team. Yeah. Just not mm-hmm. a very deep team. Yeah. So I'm gonna put right, them, right. I'm gonna have them six. Maybe I'm a, maybe maybe I'm gonna give your brother a little. I don't know. We got but we got Orlando and Bancaro. We got Indiana and, and Halliburton. Brooklyn. Let's not forget Brooklyn. Oh. I gotta put Brooklyn above the people are sleeping on Brooklyn. I am too. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> people are sleeping on Brooklyn. I think Brooklyn is gonna be all right. Yeah. I'm gonna put Brooklyn seven. And then, and then there's, uh, then there's Atlanta. Oh, then there's Atlanta. Yeah, I thought about this. I, yeah, I, I don't know about Atlanta. Atlanta this year, man. They 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 traded John Collins. I mean, not that that's like earth shattering, but right. you know, I I just don't know what the direction of the team. Me and Maestro, we talked about this. You know, having Deontay Murray and Trey Young on the same backcourt. Um, it, it, it just seems like they both want to do the same things and it, they don't really complement each other. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm just not sure where, you know, where they're headed. You think they're I, better than Brooklyn, though? Atlanta? Um, no. I don't know. I, here's, here's, here's what I do know. I know that uh, if somebody could let Deontay Murray know that this is Trey Young's team and move aside... Trey Young is going to do what Trey Young does, and I don't know that Brooklyn can deal with that onslaught. And I, and then obviously we're talking about a playing situation. So right, but. right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. I like Brooklyn. They're they're just a balanced. Um, yeah, Mikhail, I love Mikael Bridges. Yeah, and then you got Cam Johnson, Cam Johnson out yeah. the wing. Then you got you yeah. can, and Ben Simmons. Don't even Ben Simmons playing now? He's playing. He's starting. <laughs> he's starting at the point guard. That's what they say. Now. That's what they say. Okay. He's not gonna shoot. He's not. I mean, but but he's gonna, you know, he's gonna do what Lonzo Ball did would have mm-hmm. done, right? Yeah. He's he gonna set up the team. He's gonna play really, you know, really good defense. Mm-hmm. Um, who plays the four for them? You probably have Cam at the four. I would say I, I would imagine they have Cam there, but uh, I don't know on the top of my head. Oh, Dinwiddie. Yeah. Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie will probably play the two. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Dinwiddie. Yeah. That's Cam right. That's right. Three. Cam that's a solid team. That's a solid five. That's a solid yeah. five. That's, that's a solid team. That's a solid five. That's definitely yeah. a solid They're better than Atlanta. I mean, yeah. You say what you say what you want about. On paper. On paper. Say what you want about Trey and him being clutch and being the dude, but Trey don't got that. Starting five around him, like Brooklyn's a better team. Hey, him. but Trey ain't never had that starter five around him, so let's that make that a let's that make that a sure, thing. sure. Yeah, but they but, overachieved that one year. We, we we can be clear about that. They overachieved when they got to the conference finals that I one year. So. That year, but that that play in that next year when they made when they made the play in and they probably shouldn't have made it based on their team. Mm-hmm. That was Trey Young. One game versus hey. a series. I, that's, that's, but when we're talking about Brooklyn and Atlanta, we're talking about a play-in situation because we're talking about possibly seven, eight, yeah. nine, you know, so. Yeah. 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 Um, I, would be, 
I would Brooklyn might surprise. Brooklyn might surprise. Yeah, I would be. Yeah, I would be surprised. I, I me, I'd be surprised. Maestro, he'd be surprised. <laughs> right, right. So maybe, so maybe the Wizards do have a uh, have a chance at the at the play and maybe around that eight nine spot. I, hey man, that would be a good year for me. Yeah, but what about Indiana? But Indiana, Indiana, yeah. I mean, who they they got? Halliburton. Halliburton uh, yeah, they, um, we sent Obi Turner's over there. Obi Turner's still there. there. Uh, I, I, yeah, I like Turner. Who else they? Who, he, oh, Matherin, because um, Buddy Hield is coming off the bench now, so Matherin mm-hmm. is starting. So Matherin, right, right. Well, I, pretty, I like they're, Matherin. They're a young team. They're, they're, they're a young team. Yeah, so yeah, they're a young team. I, I'm going to put my money on Jordan Poole right this second. And yes, it's bias. And yes, it's fandom. I'm going to put my money on Jordan Poole right now. Yeah. I'm not arguing with you. He dropped yeah. one on the Knicks. Yeah. It's it's clear that yeah. the, the teams that are bad in the Eastern Conference, I think Detroit, I think, is still a year away. Yes. Uh, Charlotte's terrible, I think. Um, Toronto, I mean, they've been trying to get rid of some of their players and stuff. I, I don't think Toronto's going to be any good this year. I, you know, the coach is not there no more. Van Vliet smoke is in Houston. Day, what, they, preseason? They, they, yeah, I'm, yeah, I get it. I get it. I'm just yeah, saying I, facts. I, bro, don't, they don't, smoked please. Us. Hey, yeah. smoke does. Sure, sure. I like, I like, I like Toronto. They, they, when I hear you, Van Vliet is not there. They still got Siakam. They, listen, when I saw them play, Mm-hmm. This team was so long. They had yeah. Scotty yeah. Barnes at um they had Scotty Barnes at two, OG and Anobi at three, at, three yeah. at four, Siakam at five, and Schroeder at, 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 the, at yeah. the point. I yeah. said, my they may not yeah. be able to score, but you gonna have a hard time defense. Scoring. Yeah, yeah. They've Jordan always Poole, been good defensively. Jordan Poole was like uh one for sixteen or something crazy last Friday playing Toronto. Like he couldn't make a shot against them but the problem is that scotty barnes is going to have to step up scoring and i don't believe him yet he, he's not but that's because of the shooting yeah yeah i don't yeah. believe him. the shooting yeah yeah uh, but this is my sleeper team orlando mm-hmm. i like orlando they, a lot of people have been talking about them a lot yeah of people have been talking about them they were 500 i don't know if it was after january 1st or was it after the all-star break whatever they were they were uh above 500 team yeah they were right there yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I tell you one thing. I got my I got my little NBA package. I'm locked in. That is for sure. I am yeah. locked in. Um, West Western Conference. Western Conference. What 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 you like about the Western Conference? What's your projections? Predictions. I'm I'm going Denver. Mm-hmm. Phoenix, Lakers. Okay. Hmm. I have to look at the um I have to, I I have to look at a and the Lakers made some moves so I like the Lakers. Yeah. The yeah, Lakers they was a, they were magicians at the at they, the that line last did. year, right? Yep. They did yep. a good job. They yep. did a good job. They did yep. a good yep. job. I don't yeah, um Memphis uh Memphis is around. Um I I, I read I, so I got Denver. I just keep my predictions. I got Denver at 1. Um, I got, uh, the, I got the Suns at two. I got, I still got Memphis at three. Ooh. I got Memphis at three, even with, with job missing 25. Um, I didn't believe Dylan Brooks was that big of a piece missing. And Marcus Smart is there. So and Marcus Smart is also there. Yeah. Um, so Memphis three, uh, give me the Lakers at four. 
Um, I, I, you, 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 you got to respect Golden State. Give me Golden State at five. I'm with you uh, so far. Yeah, uh, give me. This is where it gets a little funky. Give me the Timberwolves Ooh, over the Clips. Yep, over the Clippers. Mm. I don't know over what, over the over the Pelicans too because th- Pelicans. I don't believe about healthy this. Clips at healthy New Orleans. Yeah. I don't believe. Um, I think Kawhi Leonard take a step back. I I, I believe that I be on the court and then I got be on the court. Be on the court. It's too much load management conversations. It's too much injury conversations. Um, I'm, I, they're gonna have. They're gonna have to prove it to me. They have to, with with being with consistency. I ain't gonna front. That sounds like a team that's gonna trade away some players at the deadline. The, the, the Clippers. Clippers the Clippers. Yeah. The yeah. Clippers. Um. And as far as the Pelicans, um, you could convince me. You can convince me to to move the maybe the Pelicans above the Timberwolves. You can convince me of that. Yeah, they was in the one. They was in the one spot. Yeah, for yeah, you can convince me. You can convince yeah. me. I'll 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 give them this. I'll give them six. I'll give the Pelicans six, Minnesota seven, and get the Clippers at eight. Mm. But I must say this. Um, I like Ime Udoka. Yeah. <laughs> I like they're gonna them. be improved. They're gonna be improved. And I like Portland. They young though. They, they young. Uh, I don't know. I like Portland with DeAndre Ayton we and even, Robert. You didn't Williams. even put Sacramento in there. Sacramento. Um, the- yeah, yeah. But they haven't really. They didn't really do anything in the offseason Right. Um, De'Aaron Fox, De'Aaron Fox. I let's be clear. Um, the guy I'm uh, Herder, Herder. Kevin Herter, yeah. I, he had a good year, and, and that year was that yep. year. Yep. I don't see him doing that again. Right. I ain't gonna, I don't see him doing that again. They brought uh, in Duarte though. Maybe he'll yeah, maybe he steps up for them. Maybe, maybe. Um, I, and more importantly, I don't think nobody saw it coming. Right. Now I think now that they have to pay attention to Sacramento because of what they did, I think they take a step back. That's a huge step back. I mean, based on your projections, man. So yeah. they're gonna finish behind Minnesota. So you, you, you really think Minnesota? I like Anthony. I like Anthony. I like Anthony. I think he takes one of them uh, dark horse MVP type of steps. Oh, but they, but they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to trade Cat at some point because they didn't been giving out contracts. They just. Um, Signed Jaden McDaniels to like five years, five years yeah. $133 million. And they gave Ant-Man his money as well. And then they re-signed, um, what's my guy? Uh, Nas Reed. Nas Reed, yeah. Nas yeah. Reed. Yep. I like, I like him. They're going to trade Cat at some point. If it's not by the offseason, this coming offseason, it, it might be at some point during the season. Yeah. I, I, by, the, by the way, while we're talking extensions, uh, shout out uh, Greek Freak got three years, 186. Yep, 62 a year. Yeah. Yep. This yep. is what I'm saying about the Knicks. We we waiting for superstars like, oh, he come one one might be signed. Yeah. yeah. We get excited. Signed. So yeah. in your opinion, Steph, because I've i I've, I've said for a while now, if you're gonna trade three, four first rounders and maybe three, four players on the roster, if you're gonna have that kind of trade package, it's gotta be be for a guy that you know is going to take you over the top, whether it be a Greek freak, uh, Giannis, I mean, uh, um, Luca, 
or in my opinion, a guy like Ant-Man, if somehow, you know, things don't work out in Minnesota. Those are the three guys that I would trade, you know, those assets for, for those guys. I wouldn't trade those assets for any other player. Not even Donovan? Donovan Mitchell? Um, at this point, no. Okay. At, at I this mean, point, well, no. Cool. I guess because Brunson, because of Brunson. Uh, well, I I think Brunson and Donovan can work in some capacity. It'll okay. be a smaller backcourt. The defense will be compromised a bit, but I I think they can find a way to work it out. And more importantly, um, he he might. Well, I don't want to say might. I think he'll want out of Cleveland at some point. Like I think he'll 100%. he'll let the Cavs know, hey. I do not plan on resigning here. So if y'all want to get something for me, now's the time to do it. Or y'all gonna lose me for nothing. I mean, and, and that would be that would be so in the Knicks' favor if Cleveland lost them for nothing. So like, in, in knowing nothing. that, so in knowing yep. that, you're saying you don't want Donovan Mitchell? No, I'm not saying I'm not saying I don't want Donovan Mitchell. I'm saying four first and three, four players. I I don't know about that. Okay. I, I, I mean, with, with, with all due respect to Ant Man, this would be about what we think he's going to do. It right. would, like right. you're willing to give that up for Ant Man. He hasn't done that yet. Right. This is just projection. Donovan mm-hmm. Mitchell is Donovan the, Mitchell has done that. Yeah, and sure. he's the best finisher at his position. He finishes. He dunking on it like he dunking. He's shooting. He's doing what he want to do. And 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 another, and, and it's interesting because I was waiting for somebody to say it. Yeah. The only person that you got in your team that creates a sh- their own shot is Jalen Brunson. Donovan Mitchell don't have that problem. Right. Sure. Sure. No, yeah. I get that. But I this is what I'm saying. Those mm-hmm. players we mentioned, it's going to be hard for them to take us over the top that first season because you're giving yep. up so much. Right. Yeah. So basically what you have to ask yourself is, can we build around this guy that we're bringing in? Because – you're not going to be competitive. I'm not sure how competitive you're going to be. Mm-hmm. Like you bring it in B, you, you Randall Barrett, um, Mitchell Robinson. I'm not sure we're going to be over the top for maybe uh, two years because yeah. you have to build that back up. Right, 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 right. 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 I, agree. I agree. No, I get you. I get you. I so, so yeah. As far as the West goes, um, and it, it's it's tough, man, because. These these young teams that kind of improve themselves, like the Rockets. The Rockets, I think, are going to be improved with the coaching change and everything. You know, where that's concerned. I mean, we didn't even mention Dallas. Like, we didn't even wow. mention. Wow. Yeah, we didn't. Luca and Kyrie Irving. We didn't even mention them. We you, you know what I mean? got the list up now. Yeah, we didn't do Dallas. Wow. We didn't talk about OKC. Now, OKC probably, if they could at least they're a year. playing team, yeah. at least a playing with, team. With maybe, maybe, yeah. yeah. But SGA is that back? dude, though. Oh, for sure. SGA is definitely that dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, I just, I think we might do this. better just saying who won't make it, right? Which, which five teams won't right. make it. Huh. Cause shit, cause uh, do I have Minnesota or the Clippers? Well, we know Portland, like the the Portland. Well, I just Houston. like Portland, Houston. I don't have them making the playoffs. I just want gotcha. to shout them out because gotcha. I like them two teams. Got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. But as far as like not making the playoffs, like I think we can expect Portland, Utah, 
Um, the Spurs. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking maybe the Spurs aren't you know ready for no, that they're yet. Not ready, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they don't even have a point guard. Right, right, right. So I think those are the three that you could say are locks to not make it. Right. One good team is not going to make it because yeah. there's 15. Only 10 is making it. Well, we'll make yeah. it. Utah won't. I don't believe San Antonio won't. Portland right. won't. Houston won't. Right. That's four. Right. Okay. So you got okay. 11 teams vying for 10 spots. And really eight. <laughs> really eight, but at, at least yeah. the play. Right, right. Ooh, that's yeah, that's, 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 that's going to be tough. tough. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. That's, that's going to be tough, man. That's tough. West is going to be. That's going to be a dog fight there. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. guess I guess it is most years. So. Yeah. Hey, um, since we talking, uh, we were mentioning the Suns earlier. So how how you feeling, Maestro, about this uh, this new lineup? You know, your boy KD out in Phoenix with uh, Brad Beal, your other boy uh, with Devin Booker. Still no point guard, but, you know, they got a nice, you know, scoring trio right there. Um, they they gotta they gotta do it this year, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. There's there's yeah, championship or bust. Um, yep. for the Suns, um, yep. we're going to see what Booker look like at point. I mean, that's who they're designating to be the point. Um, say what you want to say. I, I know the the bench conversation was a lot of conversation, but it seems like they're they're kind of writing that they've kind of writing that ship in the uh, off season. Mm-hmm. Um, Bo Bo on the bench. That is a oh issue. he's there yeah, yeah. that is oh a, I missed I missed that, that. is a issue I need you to under- hear me good that is a issue hey Steph wasn't Knicks fans talking about wanting to get Bobo yeah the we well that's my other pet peeve with the Knicks we just let a lot of players go <laughs> <laughs> yeah. through yeah oh that man Bobo coming off the bench is gonna that man. that that is gonna be an ish that is gonna be an issue and it's a they it's a couple of other guys I'm forgetting that they they bought to that bench. Yeah, uh, they 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 got some bench pieces. They made some they made some moves. They, yeah, they do. Uh, I'm looking at their um, record now. What was impressive about them is usually when you get those three max type players, mm-hmm. the minimum guys are really not good. They got a lot of good minimum good. guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So Josh Okogi is is Okogi's yeah. good. Yeah, Grayson Allen is there. Damon uh, Lee probably give them some minutes. Yeah. I like Watanabe from um. From Brooklyn. From Brooklyn, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He'll mm-hmm. he'll give them some um some minutes. Eric Gordon can give them some minutes. Nasir Eric Gordon was the and guy. shooting. And shooting. Yeah. More importantly, yeah. Yeah. Nasir Little can give them some minutes. So I mean, you're not really looking for those guys to Yeah. They got know, a bunch they got a bunch of shooting on that squad right now. That team, I'm telling you, uh yeah, they, they put themselves in position. That that I'll give them. They put themselves in position yeah. to compete with Denver. And as far as the defense is concerned, I think they'll be okay. Um, what's what's the coach name? Uh, Vogel. Yes. Yeah. I think Vogel. I think Vogel will find a way to scheme their defense up. As and who, goes and along who's that? that? That's Nurkic at center now. Yes, Nurkic. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yep. look, injuries. I get. I get that. And look, he won't. He won't stop. <laughs> ain't nobody stopping Joker. <laughs> ain't nobody <laughs> stopping him. No. No. But just staying away for a little bit. Give it. Just staying away for a little bit. Give me, you know, I, sons. I, I, I said it last year that they was going to win and it didn't go my way. 
I'm on the train again. I ain't forget. KD he, he's, 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 a, he's a big KD fan. When he went to Brooklyn, he was like, oh, that's the that's the finals representative in the East. Wherever KD goes, that's that's who he picks. Hey, he man. a little long in the tooth now. He 30. Yeah. 33. 35. 35. 35? 35, yeah. 35, yeah. Is that their number? This might be their number. No, these are their numbers. <laughs> he got thirty-five. I'm looking at that number, <laughs> but he's he is thirty-five actually. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He's yeah. number thirty-five. So yeah. And let's be yeah. clear. And let's be clear, Trey. Mm-hmm. Don't never forget his foot was on the line against Milwaukee. His foot was on the line. His foot yeah. was on the line. Yeah. His yeah. He put it there. He, yeah. he put his foot on the line. So yeah. I was gonna say because his feet didn't grow. His feet was always that long. So <laughs> you know, but um. Steph, I, I got one more thing for you, and uh, this is one of our favorite segments here. Um, you know, we do the top five list, and whenever we do these lists, and we get feedback from some of our fans and some other, you know, unanimous people, we get text messages, and you know, even sometimes I get phone calls from people talking about, "Yo, what's this person talking about in the top five? This person don't know what they're talking about. They don't know." nothing about sports and all this good stuff. And, you know, I get this all in good fun, but what I, what I want you to do here, um, I'm going to ask you two questions. Um, the first question is I want you to let everybody know where they can find you at on social media, your handles, your platforms, podcasts, and all that good stuff. Sure. On Twitter, I'm BKSteph33. On YouTube, my YouTube channel is Dope Soul Sports Talk. I think it's now Dope Soul Sports and Knicks Talk. And then also on all your streaming platforms, my audio podcast is Just Nicking It, the Just Nicking It audio podcast. I've been on a break for the past two weeks, but I'm starting back up um, um, this week. So send all your hate mail to her. (laughs) (laughs) And then also I I still do the Queen's Court Monday nights on the Nothing But Yes, yes, yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, your top five MVP candidates for this upcoming NBA season. Ooh. Um I I think the Joker mm-hmm. Embiid and Giannis is gonna oh, yeah, they're gonna still, that, it's Giannis gonna is gonna have a monster season. Um those those three for sure. I think if KD stays healthy, I think he can be um, in that conversation as well. Straighten your face up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if he can, uh, if he can with, with book with book and and Bill there. Well, let's be clear. I still think he's still the best player. Though. Yeah, like come on, come on, Trey. Like you no, gotta sh- stop this. Stop what? Kevin Durant is still the best player on that team. I I think so. I mean, he didn't show it in the playoffs. If he look, book, book, book was doing all the you work. You got to respect the hot hand when it's the hot hand. But he come on, come, come on, no, don't give me the hot hand stuff, man. You're in. So you're saying David Book is better than Kevin Durant? Just say that. Yes or no? Don't don't. That, give he, me that he's better. I'm not saying he's better. I'm saying that he he was the best on the Suns last year in the playoffs. That's what he showed. Okay, that is but his we're team. talking about that is, that is season. his team. Yeah, I'm about I get to say, it. They're gonna do they're gonna do the vote before then. Yeah, we talking about regular season MVP, sir. Right, and you don't think Book is gonna average twenty nine points a game this year? I don't know what he's I don't gonna think, average. I, I I don't see in any world where 
KD wins MVP and you got a dude in Booker that's averaging 29 on the same team. I don't see that happening. That they may cancel each other out. But what we, we, you said the top five. That's my that's my top five. I'm not. It's your, I'm it's your pick, list. It's I'm your not going to pick both of them. You know. Um, <laughs> oh, hold on. I'm sorry, BK. I'm, I'm going to. I'm trying to get him to say something really definitive because he because okay. he about to get on my nerves. <laughs> In the MVP race, you saying you got Devin Booker over KD? No, that's not what I said. I said I don't in my head I don't see him as a candidate because, because of the players because, around him. That's that's what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying Booker okay. is better than him. Okay. I'm saying that I don't think he can I don't think he can win league MVP on that team. Do you think Kevin Durant can average thirty five a thirty five a game? At this stage, thirty five, no. Okay. No. Okay. And I'm not saying he was. I'm just. I'm just. I was just trying to throw a scenario at you. Sure. No. But I think what they do with the MVP, mm-hmm. he might get. They might get split votes. You know. Yeah. So. So yeah. he may not. You know. He because you know some they say. Oh, I think Booker should get it. Oh, I think. Phoenix, and they're gonna split their votes. So neither one of them will probably. Yeah. Will probably get it. Sure. But it, it's hard for if KD stays healthy. It's hard for me. To think he wouldn't be in that, um, in that. Okay. Maybe Booker's in that conversation as well. And then well. here's another piece you gotta think about, Trey. Yep. Booker's playing point guard, so it's a it's a probability that his point total goes down because he has to facilitate. And if he facilitates anywhere, maybe okay, okay. If he facilitates anywhere, good. Like you know, let's say ten assists. Them shits is going to KD, and he knocking them down. <laughs> So that means so, but that would also mean Booker's averaging a double double. Yeah, but yeah, no, no, no. But if his point total goes down to twenty two and ten, we're not putting Devin Booker in 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 an MVP conversation. No, that's not not what I'm. That's not where I was going with that. Okay, where where I was going with that is is that I still think you, you you still have a situation where there's clearly like another guy next to KD that you know. So you saying I, 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 because I, 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 he got a good, you saying you basically you're saying he can't win MVP because he got a Robin. I, I guess that's where I'm trying to go. Well, with I don't that. think that's a good I, argument. I, I, I guess I, I guess that's why because plenty, plenty of because plenty of MVPs have had Robins. That kind of a Robin that can average twenty five, even twenty five. Like even if he averages twenty five, LeBron I, and Kyrie. I mean, they've they been tandems like that, Tatum and Brown. Braun won, the, Braun won the MVP with Kyrie on his roster. On his roster, I'm not. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not, the, but the point the point is is that Chris Middleton has been has been a a good Robin for years. He averaged but, 19 the year Greek Freak won the MVP. Sir, because 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 you you're trying to play a semantic game and that's cool. But it's not. I'm no, I, I ain't no semantics. I'm, I'm spitting facts what, here. What you're trying to imply is, is so are you in turn saying because he scored only scored 19, he wasn't the Robin? Uh, that's not what I said. Okay, so what? I, so <laughs> what you're saying? So <laughs> what you're saying? No, no, no. But but I could break it down for you. So in turn, what you're saying is, is that if the difference between him, but the difference between the Robin um, is three points, because if you're saying 20, if Devin Booker could score 22. He that KD can't be in running, but if Greek Freak can win it with 
with him only scoring 19, that three points is the only difference between uh, Robin being a good enough Robin for uh, the guy. I that mean, if that's what it is, that's what it is. I'm not going by point. I'm not necessarily. You gave me an different. example. I'm just going by the example you said. You said. Right, but I'm, but I'm, not, dif- but I'm not differentiating the points per game between the two Robins. I'm just saying that I've never, I've never seen a player win an MVP with a teammate that's averaging about 20. Three, how much was Kobe averaging points with Shaq a game? Moore? How much was that's Kobe the, that's averaging? That's the point I'm trying to ask. How much and was, how much did Jamal Murray um average last season too? When um uh, or the season before? It, was it was it twenty? Was it twenty points? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just what that's I'm, what I'm saying, saying. I don't know. What I'm saying. Like, you're saying that you've never seen it happen. I'm saying that it can definitively happen. If you're the best player on your team and your team is doing what they're doing, Shaq and Kobe existed. Scotty and Mike existed. Yeah, I mean, Wade KD the, well, KD with the Warriors existed too. So you're ain't, no, ain't nobody won MVP on that roster. Okay, all right, Trey. I'm not, I'm not gonna stretch the show, right? Like, right. I'm, I ain't gonna stretch the show because we just kind of cut her top five segment off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really did, but that's okay. I, I got it's a lot of bigs in mind. Because everybody's yeah. healthy, right? We're talking about everybody. Everybody's healthy, healthy yeah. Everybody healthy, yeah. So I got the Joker, I got Embiid, I got Giannis, I got AD from um Interesting. From, from the Lakers. And hmm. my fifth one would be between KD and Tatum. I'm going KD. Mm-hmm. I'm going yeah, KD I, I like too. Tatum. I like Tatum as a... A, a top five candidate, but what? But that, but your example. I'm sorry, your example is more likely to happen with Boston. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because of Jalen Brown. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. They're really close in scoring They're too, all, and they've consistently been close. Hmm. Okay. I think uh, that I think the I think the voters, in my opinion, mm-hmm. who's the best team. And who's the best player on that team? I don't even think they care about who the second right, player. Right, right, That's right. Who's playing too. the best on that team? That's what mm-hmm. I think too. And I think right. that'd be KD this year. Unless you, healthy. unless you, yeah, like unless you do something like really out of this world with like the stats and stuff, like kind of like when Russ won the MVP because of the triple double, like yeah, unless, yeah. unless you do something crazy like that, because that team he was on, there was like a six seed and he won the MVP that year. So yeah. AD, listen, if the Lakers are like top two, mm-hmm. top three, and AD is healthy, he will be in the MVP conversation. The yeah, only thing holding sure. him back is his health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I could see that. I could I could I could also see LeBron's numbers decreasing from last year as well, especially with the age and stuff like that. Do so you really I, know? what's that? You really see the LeBron's like like decrease him by like what? Because he was averaging 25 last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, could, I, could, I could see it decreasing um, like to, to like 21, okay. 22. I could, I could see it decreasing. Maybe just not wanting to put much load on himself, um, making it more of Anthony Davis's team. I could, I could see a scenario like that taking I hope, place. I hope Anthony Davis is ready. I say that much. I know he got yeah. the skill set. I, yeah, that, yeah. that I know. The health. It's, it's the health. <laughs> I mean, it's the health, but it's, also, but it's also the motor. Sometimes he don't be wanting to go into them. Go into them yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. he don't be wanting to go into them trenches. I saw somewhere that they was trying to get him to start shooting three-pointers. Mm-hmm. Mm. The coach, um, Vogel, did a, a segment on NBA TV. Yeah. Not NBA TV. I'm sorry. Sirius XM Radio. Uh-huh. 
basketball channel, and absolutely, he wants him to shoot. What do you say? Five a game? Something yeah. like that. Five a game, something like that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, know about I, that. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. I don't know, I don't how know. I feel about that. But I guess if he's not I, I thought he played some of his best um, basketball, even though they got swept against the Nuggets. But I, I thought a couple of games in that series, he played some of his best games going up against the Joker. Um, Probably made some of his worst games, too. Yeah. Well, yeah, that too. That too. But it's a new year, new start. Maybe this guy finally, you know, puts it together consistently. For sure. And gets, and gets yeah. his health right. So, um, yeah. but uh, BK Steph, this was fun. Um, again, again, I want to thank you for coming on, and and it was a pleasure meeting you at the game earlier this year as well. Um, hope to do the same thing. Uh, the Knicks make the playoffs, and we you know we get to a game at the Garden um, later this season. Uh, hope to look forward to meeting you again. Um, again, one more time, let everybody know where they can find you at, social media wise, platform wise. Sure, Twitter or X now. Um, BK, don't Steph. call it X. <laughs> don't call it X. Don't call it X. <laughs> BK Step 33. Um, also Facebook, Dope Soul Sports Talk. Um, YouTube, Dope Soul Sports and Nick's Talk. And on all your streaming platforms, the Just Nicking It um, audio audio podcast. And I was going to say something. Oh, we'll be in. We usually go to Washington now. We was in Washington um, twice last season to watch the games. I was okay. at one of those games. I was, yeah. me and my wife were sitting courtside. I think it was the first um, Wizards first one, matchup yeah, in uh, January. Oh, yeah. January, okay, yeah. In, in January, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Sim saying something about that. You guys had a, a section blocked off. I forget what yes. section it was. Yeah, yeah. And we did the pregame and postgame at Guy Ferreri's restaurant. It was it was really nice. I had a, I had a nice time. But I would also love to have you on to do a, a crossover, like um, maybe before we play Washington, we ready. Absolutely, we ready. Hopefully, we compete, and hopefully, we competing in some in some capacity. Well, hopefully, it's early in the season. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I'm trying to get tickets to um, the November 17th game. That's a Friday night game. It's a 7:30 game. I'm trying okay. to get t- I'm trying to get tickets to that one because at the Garden or in Washington? In Washington, Washington. In, in in DC. Um, because I because I, I I live out here in the Baltimore area, but I I go to Wizards games whenever the Knicks come to town. So, and my son's birthday is a couple of days before that. So, I'm trying to see if I could get some tickets to that game. And I know Sim will most likely want to you know do something for that as well. If so, I'll definitely. Um... Um, be there. But would I reach out on the email that I have and in terms of like wanting to have Yes. Absolutely. Like, or like a, a a guest spot to talk talk the wizards, the wiz, Knicks Wizards before game? Right. Yeah, that's it. That's it. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> I hope you're ready for some in objectivity. <laughs> I already see you got them six through eight. Yeah. You don't wild. need nothing from me. <laughs> talking wild, talking wild. But uh, BK Steph, thank you so much. This was fun. Always again. a pleasure. I appreciate you guys um, inviting me on anytime. Yep, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. Yes. All right, take care, and uh, we'll see you around. Yes, we will. All right, peace, peace. Uh, BK Steph, uh, you can find her on uh, Twitter at BK Steph thirty three. She was Over such a she was such a fun, comfortable talk, man. I didn't realize we was going over time. 
uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, we made it work. Uh, I know she had some issues. We got that worked out. Uh, well, she got it worked out anyway. And, um, you know, it, it, all that's well. Um, I, I, I just got one thing before we get the picks and we can't, we can't let the bills off the hook. The, the bills got to get they, the bills got to get they smoke for, uh, losing, losing to the, the Patriots, losing to the Patriots. They, they got to get this smoke, bro. Well, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, well, maybe you've seen the more of the sequence of the game. I was not locked into that game at all. Uh, mm-hmm. but I mean, obviously I saw the last second, you know, that, and clearly they had to drive that way. So, um, I mean, go ahead, bust it down. Yeah. I, I, I'll, I will say this cause again, I was more focused on my game, but checking scores, I did see Buffalo down 13 to three at one point. Then in the second half, I saw the Bills come back and then the Patriots kind of took another lead. And then there's a couple turnovers in there. And then next thing you know, it's after the two minute warning. Bills at the goal line, they get the touchdown, they go up by four, I think four or five points. And then they allow Matt Jones, <laughs> of all people, to have a game winning drive on them. Hey man, um, stop playing with Mac Jones, man. Look, look. Man, I don't give a damn about no Mac Jones. He ain't been good, <laughs> and that and that's a fact. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, uh this this dude with third third year, fourth year, um, this mm-hmm. dude is he's he say he pedigree, man. That's what he say. I was that's what he say. I don't give a damn about that. Hey, <laughs> Buffalo well, ain't Buffalo ain't care about him neither, and, and and they got what, what came to him. But let's be clear, too, about Buffalo. This is now three straight weeks of play from the Bills where you starting to you starting to say, yo, is this is this team that team now? And 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 look, let's acknowledge, too, there's no Milano. He got hurt last week. Um, so that's a big deal. Um, Trey White is gone for the season. So we, we, we see where they're getting exploited at. Um, but. Three straight weeks, game in London against the Giants at home last week, and now losing to the Patriots. Granted, it was on the road, but you, you still lost to that team. That's yeah. not a very good team right now. So, no. um, your thoughts, man? Um, just hey. how they look through seven weeks at this point, four and three, mid second in the division, mid. I mean, but but but. Um, it's not like we was were concerned about. Well, I, you know, I, I made my bet, but we wasn't yep. concerned about what this team was going to do in the regular season. We was were concerned about this team being a Super Bowl, winning a Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, we know that they have the team capable with uh, comparable to the field that they are a playoff team, or they should be a playoff team. Mm-hmm. So I ain't could I ain't concerned if if that's the respect that we have on this team that I'm not concerned about it. Right this second, I'm concerned about what they're doing in December and January. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, bad loss, uh, bad loss, bad yep. play against the Giants, bad loss to the. Uh, uh, um, I don't know. You think that's a bad loss against the Jags? Um, and, not, and not and not to say yes. the Jags are world beaters, but it's a bad loss because of who Buffalo believes they are. Yes, because of, because of solely that. For you. Yes, for me, okay. yes, because of who they okay. believe they are. Jacksonville, okay. Jacksonville is not Buffalo 
on on paper, on pedigree, on status. No, yeah, that, yeah, they don't have. Uh, I get well, that. I, I understand. Well, I understand that point. I, I guess what I'm trying to get to is is that um, Jacksonville made the playoffs last year so. um, with a. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. They made the playoffs last year with a Super Bowl winning coach, with a quarterback that we think is going to take the next step, and they made moves in the offseason to better themselves. They snuck on they snuck up on people last year, and now there's I feel like there's some tape on Jacksonville now. Like Jacksonville, I would put in the category of teams that are no longer going to sneak up on somebody. Jacksonville is now in a position where we know they are a playoff um, caliber team. And if, if you are that, if you are that team and we know Buffalo is and beyond that, then that's a team that to me, you know, you say, okay, you, we lost to that team and we lost to them happening to fly however many miles to get there. Um, it's now you want to say it's a bad loss. I'll, I'll say this. I'll, I'll say this. It's a bad loss because it's in the conference and it's against a team that's most likely going to win their division. And if you're going to win the division, if you're going to win the AFC East and you lost to that team, now you might be looking at a three seed. You might be looking at a four seed because of that particular loss. So we I'll, 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 I'll give you, I'll give you that. I'll give you that it's a bad loss for me because of that, because that's don't a team that's to expected to. Don't give it to me. I don't want that excuse because. No, yeah, I'm, I'm, just, no I'm just saying for me. Okay. That's it. That's it. That Jacksonville is a team that we all think is going to win the South. Okay. And if you're, and if you're Buffalo and your expectation is AFC East champs, then that's a team that record wise, Hey, if we tie them, then we got to be above that team in the standings. And with that loss, they if they win the East and Jacksonville wins the South, then that's a team that could potentially be the third seed, the fourth seed. And that could would be you, a major difference in them getting to the Super Bowl or not. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. But again, the Buffalo Bills are a Super Bowl Team. And, may, I mean, and maybe they're not what we think they are. Maybe well, at, that's, this, point, well, this, at this point, maybe that's a whole different discussion, though. But that's a right. whole different discussion. The Buffalo Bills are um, is Kansas City, is it, Buffalo in AFC. As far well, as uh huh, go ahead. I'm sorry. It's Kansas City, and then it's Buffalo, and then you can add Miami and and Baltimore and and go down the line. But you can't even really put Jacksonville in the Baltimore Miami conversation yet. So we're still talking about them possibly being a third tier team um, because at, like they haven't done anything yet. So yeah, losing to a team that hasn't necessarily done anything yet. When I might are, exclude Miami out, I might exclude Miami out of that. But that, I think everybody else because Miami. If you want to talk about teams that haven't really done it, Miami hasn't done it. We just like Miami because of how they look on offense. How they look on paper, yes. Okay, sure. But yeah. Jacksonville don't look like that on paper, so that's why I'm putting Jacksonville under Miami. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, so, but to the point, mm-hmm. Buffalo supposed to be the mid teams because they're the superior team. That's just, it's just no, that's a bad loss. That's a bad loss. I mean, that, that, it's like, 
I think Jacksonville is more comparable to Detroit in the NFC, where it's like, all right, they got a good team, and we believe they're going to do things. We believe they're going to win a division in some respects. But they don't. we don't believe this team yet to be um, a team that's possibly going to go to the AFC Championship or the NFC Championship in Detroit's case. We're talking about Jacksonville as just a good team that's on the come up. Mm-hmm. So Buffalo, who are supposed to be the big boys of the AFC, don't got no business losing to teams when they come up. We're supposed to spank them like Ravens did to Detroit last week and let them know, oh, I'm still Big Daddy over here. I, I get what y'all doing, and that's cute, and that's cool. But y'all got some years before y'all can even talk to us. That's a bad loss. That's a bad loss. So now, so now with the discussion, you were saying that's a different discussion as far as do, do are they who we think they are. I Buffalo. think – I, Buffalo, I think the discussion is warranted right now. Not to say that we're going to spend another five minutes talking about this. I'm just saying, just to make a point, I think that I think the discussion is a valid discussion now. Sure. We've, seen, we've sure. seen this team three straight weeks against the, I mean, and look, the Giants are the worst. Uh, well, I mean, the Giants and the Patriots, I think you could put them in the same class as being, you know, one of the worst teams in the league right now. That's, I mean, that's two bad games of play by Buffalo where you need to spank the Giants. You know what I'm saying? You can't just win 14 to nine. You got to beat the Giants' ass. And you, didn't, and you didn't do that. I agree with you that the conversation should be had. But I think in reality, when we all sit, if, if there was a consensus and we all sat down and had the conversation, mm-hmm. Buffalo would still be in the top tier with Kansas City. Mm. On, right. pedig- on pedigree alone, I get right. it. You, and, and, and right, you you every every right to have to talk about how they played the past three weeks. But we had the same conversation about De- about Buffalo last year when they lost to uh, was it Minnesota, and then they mm-hmm. lost to the Jet, and then they lost to the Jet. They lost to the Jets. I want to say, yeah, like, the, the Minnesota they, loss was like mid season ish, and then they, and, and, then they, and, then they and then they had like a three or four loss streak, and we was having the same conversation. The Jet loss was yeah, Jet loss. So we was doing because, so, yeah, so okay. we know this about Buffalo that they have spurts in the season where they play where they don't play good. We know that Josh Allen may have a spurt where he's uh, turning the ball over a lot in the regular season because he's done this before. Right, because they lost but, three games. I think they lost three games total last year, Buffalo, that is. Yeah, but they might have so. lost those three games in a row. I, I don't know that for a fact, but I know they lost yeah, to Minnesota. I don't, I don't recall. I don't know that for a fact, but I know they lost to Minnesota and the Jets in two weeks. The, the, the Jets and the Miami losses, I think, were closer than that Minnesota one. That Minnesota one was maybe mid-season-ish, and then they got on that run after the fact. But the I hear is, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, they have spurts. Like, like, really, like really any NFL team has, unless you're just not good, a good team where you're just losing all the time. Yeah. Um, you have you have ups and flows in the season. Um, but I think when you look at the Buffalo Bills, what they've achieved in the in the past years, their roster now, and which with their expectations, their expectations haven't changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they and they got some key pieces that are like hurt right, and their now. expectations still don't change. Yeah, well, we we're gonna find out about them. Only thing that changes their expectations is Josh Allen going down. That's it. Uh, all right. Well, we we gonna find out about this team because they got some and tough be, and, coming and by up. The, and by the way, they are gonna lose more games this season. I don't care about that. By the way, 
My prediction well, is you do if you bet Yeah, my prediction is my prediction. So it's not like I don't understand your conversation, but their expectations and their uh, standard is still their standard right now. It's just a matter of right. if they're, if they're going to achieve it or not. Right, which I, I think at this point, I don't think they're going to. At this at this point, I mean, I will, will, will they will they be a wild card? Like, yeah, I could I could see them at this stage of the game being no less than a wild card team. Um, they certainly are on a lock for the AFC East at the moment, and quite frankly, I don't even think any of the three teams are certain locks right now with the with the current play. Which means they're still in of, it, right? They're still in it as 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 the Jets are still in it, as the Dolphins are still in it. Um, but I, I think the bills are going to, I think they're going to lose more games this season because they're compromised on the defensive side and on the offensive side, I don't, I haven't seen them to be consistent enough. And so even with those expectations still being the same, um, it is what it is. They got to They got the Eagles coming up on the schedule. They got Dallas coming up on the schedule. Um, they got to play these division games. They got to play Miami again. They got to see the Jets again. Um, By the way, they smoke Miami. Sure, in Buffalo. When they, they get to smoke when, Miami. When, sure, and it, 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 it'll probably play out like it did last year. Bills went to Miami, didn't play well. They hosted the Dolphins. They beat the Dolphins. I could I could see the same thing happening this year. So they they're gonna lose more games. I, I just I I don't why, think going do on mean? any kind of run. Okay, I don't know what you mean by they're going to lose more games. Do you mean they're going to lose more games in three games? Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Like oh, okay. they, yeah, they, 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 sure. they they've matched their loss total yeah, from sure. last season, and with the schedule they have coming up, with some tough games coming up, and look, Cincinnati, they they haven't played the Bengals yet. They haven't played the Chiefs yet. What are we talking about here? Okay, so so, are you saying? Because <laughs> what are we talking about here? That 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 woke me up a little bit. I don't. What are we? I don't know what we're saying right now. So are you? In turn, what is your overall consensus on the Buffalo Bills right now? You're saying they're not that team. They're not a. They're not a Super Bowl contender no more. And that, that Jacksonville Jaguars are no, a better team. No, than them right no, no, now? no, 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 no. That not that they're not a Super Bowl contender anymore, but that this team is not as dominant as they were last season. Even the couple of seasons before when they made the the conference title game, um, this team has some. This team has some flaws. This team's got some injuries, and this team has got a, a tough schedule coming up where they still haven't played the big boys in the AFC. And I'm talking about Kansas City. I'm talking about Cincinnati. When I and when I say big boys, I'm talking about the division winners because. But but I, but I I mean more so the division winners because that's who you play the following season, and they haven't played those teams yet. And then you're talking about a game with the Eagles. You're talking about a game with the Cowboys, and you're talking about games against the rest of the division. So, so we I'm, agree I'm, that they're not as good as they were last year, but that didn't change the fact that they're still the big boys at the AFC, along with the Kansas City Chiefs. Do you think that? Do you think who who's on this? Who the Buccaneers? That's a bad example. So, give me to Cincinnati. So Cincinnati, I'll, I'll, I'll give an example. So Cincinnati, you. You you think Cincinnati's looking at them like oh these the these the big boys like Cincinnati's looking at these dudes like oh 
he could bust his team's ass. I'm with sure what they got, with, what sure they got since, going on right but now. That don't change the fact that Buffalo was the big boys. That just means that Cincinnati thinks they can beat them, well, right? Well. The Buffalo is still but, Buffalo, regardless of what opposition thinks they could beat them. Buffalo still is. Mm-hmm. Buffalo has established their reputation over these past three years. I just, I, I just, I just think that I just think that that can that can change in the middle of a season. It I, can I change at any point. point of a season, but to sit there and say because to sit there and say that Jacksonville is in a bad loss because Jacksonville is a good team. Jacksonville ain't in the conversation with Cincinnati. They're not in the conversation with Kansas City. They're not in the conversation with uh, the NFC teams that you just spoke about. Jacksonville ain't on the level with those types of teams. So Buffalo don't look at them that way. So yeah, it's a bad for them to lose to Jacksonville. That's a bad loss. Sure, sure. And I guess my point is, is now we've seen three weeks of this team not playing great football. And I think maybe we talking to my G and I, and I think maybe we just, I, I, I think when you're saying they, the big boy, maybe they're not the big boy right now. Maybe, maybe, maybe we need to take that label off of them mid season. Is that, is that, is that, is that a fair assessment? Is that, no, we need to keep the, Right now, right now, they they still they have they they have not took a, they have not unearned that label. They haven't done that yet. They haven't unearned that label. No. Interesting. Okay. All right. Um, let's get to these picks. Um, so we got we got Buffalo winning on uh, Thursday, right, against the Buccaneers. Yep. Um, Rams at the Cowboys. Cowboys. Um. Yeah, I'll go Cowboys. boys. Uh, Vikings at the Packers. I'm going Minnesota. I'm going Minnesota, yeah. Uh, Falcons at the Titans. Foul Titans. Yeah, I got Titans too. Um, Saints at the Colts. Colts. Um, I, I'll, I'll go Saints. Uh, Patriots at the Dolphins. Give me the Dolphins. Dolphins, yeah. Uh, battle for New York. Jets at the Giants. Jets. I'll take the Jets. Uh, Jags at the Steelers. Give me the Steelers. Uh, give me the Jags to bust that ass on Sunday. Uh, Eagles at the Commanders. Eagles. Yeah, Eagles. Um, Texans at the Panthers. Give me the Texans. Yeah, Texans. Browns at the Seahawks. Browns at the Seahawks? Mm-hmm. Uh, give me the Seahawks and uh, give me the Seahawks. Uh, Jerome Ford is on IR. They really? Said Jer- yeah, he's on IR. Uh, Deshaun Watson. They said he might come back, but probably not. Give me the yeah. What's what's his deal, man? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Doctors saying he's cleared to play. Dudes, like I'm gonna sit this one out. I know it's two thirty five in his bank account. <laughs> Um, you know what? Give me um, no, because I, I I want the Seahawks to win. Obviously, um, I, I'll take Seattle. I was gonna go upset here if that is an upset. It would be, but it ain't happening not this week. But I guess um, they got the top defense in the league, so maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is possible. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs at the Broncos. I'm taking the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, Ravens at the Cardinals. I'm taking the Ravens. Yeah. Uh, Bengals at the 49ers. 
49ers. Um, they gonna be without Debo still. Um, I don't think Debo's as big as a, 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 a big as a um, piece as you think he is. Yeah, but no, he's not playing. Yeah, give me the 49ers though. Um, I'm gonna my 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 heart says 49ers because I, I need the Bengals to lose, obviously, but. I, I have a feeling the Bengals are going to win. Um, Bears at the Chargers. Chargers. I don't know. I don't know why this is a night game. Um, yeah, give me, give me the Chargers. And then uh, Monday night, Raiders at the Lions. The Lions will bounce back and yeah. get the dub. One hundred percent. No doubt. No doubt. Um, big, big shout out to BK Steph for coming through. Uh, big shout out to uh, folks in the YouTube. Live chat, Facebook live chat, X Squad Radio. I see you in the chats. Appreciate you. Um, folks out there watching us on Twitch, watching us on Twitter, appreciate y'all. Um, continue to follow us on the platforms. We got the YouTube channel, Facebook page, uh, Twitter handle is at barbershop spor2. Also, we got the Instagram account. You can follow us at barbershop sports talk podcast. Also, if you got questions, comments about the show. Hit us up on the email at barbershopsportstalk1 at gmail.com. Make sure y'all check out that merch store. We got the link to the store in the description of this episode. Whatever platform you're watching on, make sure y'all check that out. We got some good stuff. Mugs, hats, hoodies, all that good stuff. Check that out. And uh, write us a review. Um, Let us know what you think about the show. If you're listening to the audio side on Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts. Let us know what you think about the show. It goes a long way. Um, as always, bro, always good to do this podcast. Yes, um, looking forward to next week's episode. Love, peace and happiness to everybody out there. And as always, folks, mind your damn business. Drink some water.